What's up, everybody? We're on the air. Welcome to the podcast episode 51. Hooray! We did it! We're fucking awesome. Best people who ever lived in the whole of human history. And uh, those of you might have noticed that I didn't do the show last night because uh, I had some technical difficulties with Storm a little bit and fucking power was like flashing on and off and I didn't want to do the show and have it like cut off in the middle of the fucking show and then I'd be pissed and start crying and all that shit like a little girl. Uh, no offense, little girls. Anyway, so... We're doing this show on the Saturday night, right? And we're doing a little filter Saturday instead of filter Friday. But they don't have any new fucking filters, right? So, I don't know. They need to hurry up and make some new fucking filters. How about this one? Dark party? Mm, yeah. We ready for some dark partying, motherfuckers? Who's emo? I'm an emo. And, uh... You see, not wearing my hair any- hat anymore. My hair's all going white and shit again. Dusty the White's coming back. Hope you guys are going to enjoy that shit, because it's going to happen regardless of whether you enjoy it or not. So, everybody having a good weekend so far? Got a lot of shit to talk about? Look at all this motherfucking shit we got to talk about tonight. All these fucking bookmarks. Not going to get to half of this, probably, but it's all good. Going to talk about some Donald fucking Trump. Apparently, he's the chosen one, and it's not going well for the stock market. Going to talk about some Hassan Piker and some terrorist eye fucking. Going to talk about some Andy Noko and his fucking propaganda, the Help out his fascist buddies. Gonna talk about all kinds of shit. Gotta be a good show. What the fuck you guys have to say about it out there? How's everybody doing? Uh, Pim Tool could use some hair. Yeah, he could afford some hair. Now he's a millionaire. Hell, I'm poor as fuck and I afforded hair. So you know Tim Pool can do it. Work it out, Tim Pool. Uh, as always, if you want to support the show, please consider supporting me on the Patreons. All of the Patreons. We're up to $620. Seems like we've been around $620 for like two months now. It's not increasing. But it's not really decreasing, so I guess you gotta look at the bright side on it. But if you want to support the show, please consider supporting me. Like, I can use all the help I can get, folks. If you like it, support it. And as always, best way to support the show, Super Chats! We don't have any yet. No one has Super Chatted it yet, but life of the show, Super Chats. No questions dodged, every question answered. And the vast majority of the money I get goes to the Human Society of Mississippi Animal Sanctuary, where we rescue cute-ass dogs and kittens, and they are spoiled as fuck, my little monkeys. So, if you like the show, please consider supporting me so I can keep doing this. And, uh, I'm done e-begging for now. I'll e-beg more in a little bit. So, let's see. Dusty's the best white man. Yeah, I know, right? I am white as fuck. I definitely don't stand out in the neighborhood I live in, do I? Only white motherfucker around here. But it's cool. I love it. Plan on dying here and whatnot. So, uh, you threw your man's away. Yeah, that's true. I did throw my man's away. Stupid Dusty. Stupid fucking Christian Dusty doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Wasting all his goddamn money. Also, I want to let you guys know that uh, this show is being streamed to uh, Twitch. Um, Twitch.tv front slash Dusty Smith. So, if you're watching this on YouTube, please go watch it on Twitch instead. Because I just got made an uh, affiliate, I think. And I'm trying to make partner. So, the more of you that go watch it on Twitch, the quicker I'll become a partner. And also, now that I'm affiliated on Twitch, you can send me all your bits. Everybody send me all of your bits. 100% of your bits should belong to me. Apparently, bits are pennies that you can send to people on Twitch. I've never got any, but uh, looking forward to getting me a penny on Twitch. And So, I guess we'll go ahead and start the fucking show. You guys uh, might be familiar with the fuss going on out there a little bit. So, Trump! Uh, first of all, he tweeted this. Thank you, Wayne Allen Root, for the very nice words. President Trump is the greatest president for Jews and for Israel in the history of the world. Not just America. 
He is the best president for hit for Israel in the history of the world. And the Jewish people in Israel love him like he is the king of Israel. They love him like he is the second coming of God. So anyway, no, no reason to read the rest of it. Basically, there's Trump bragging about himself that people think he's the second coming of God and the king of Israel. That was the first instance of him doing this. And then, like, he's fucking out on the, uh, I guess he's out on the White House lawn or whatever, and he's talking about how fucking awesome he is because Trump has incredible insecurity. This is what narcissism is all about. Um, I learned this from atheism is unstoppable. A lot of the times people who are the most narcissistic actually have incredibly low self-esteem. Narcissism is actually a symptom of low self-esteem. So you have to brag on yourself all the time and tell everybody how awesome you are because you actually feel bad about yourself. You know, you don't think you're actually all that. So you have to, you know, boot yourself, boot yourself up, boost your ego up by continuously bragging on yourself. And that's what Trump does because uh, secretly he knows he's a piece of shit. So here he is on the White House lawn uh, talking about how amazing he is um, for taking on China. And once again, he looks at the sky and uh, tells God that apparently he is the chosen one. So uh, let's have a look at that. I am the chosen one. Yeah, not terrifying at all. Somebody had to do it. So I'm taking on China. I'm taking on China on trade. And you know what? We're winning. Now, Denmark, I look forward to going, but I thought that the Prime Minister's statement that it was absurd, that was a, it was an absurd idea, was nasty. I thought it was an inappropriate statement. All she had to do is say, no, we wouldn't be interested, but we can't treat the United States of America. Imagine Trump bitching about the way people treat other people. I mean, good fucking Lord, dude. No self-awareness whatsoever. But anyway, caught himself the uh, the chosen one again. And uh, then, of course, he said he was just being, he was just kidding, of course. Obviously, what else the fuck's going to say? He can't say, oh, yeah, I really do believe I'm the chosen one. Obviously, he can't say that. But it's pretty obvious to me what he's doing. He uh, He's just pandering because he obviously knows that there are a lot of people, uh, especially televangelists, who are openly talking about maybe he's the Messiah and the chosen one and the way he gets treated by his cult-like followers. I wouldn't be surprised if he actually thinks maybe he is sort of like a chosen one by some supernatural force. Who knows? Creepy as fuck, right? But anyway, so then after he uh, said that he is, you know, the second coming of God and the chosen one, he went on Twitter and he hereby ordered all the businesses, all the private companies in the United States to do what the fuck he tells them to do. Um, let's see. I guess I'll just pull up his tweet directly. Where the fuck? I know I say this motherfucker. What'd I do with it, Dusty? God damn it. Anyway, I guess it's over here somewhere. Um, anyway, Rachel Maddow will say what it is. Rachel Maddow bitching about it, just like she fucking should. Everybody should be fucking bitching about this shit. Um, so basically, he's ordering all the businesses to find an alternative to China. Because, you know, the trade war is going so fucking well, he actually has to... God damn it, I have to fucking subscribe to this bullshit. I just want to find his fucking comments, Rachel Maddow. Why are you fucking posting shit that I can't fucking get the goddamn comments for? It's all going so well already. All going so fucking well already. So anyway. Even the, even the, uh, the New York Times says Trump is asserting he can force companies to leave China. That's basically what he's saying. He's uh, here by ordering all the companies in the United States to find alternatives for their goods from China. Even though, like, he himself... I don't know if he still does, but like when he was running for president, all his ties were made in China. 
I mean, everything was fucking made in China. It's like Christie pointed out. Um, Trump family. Better off without them. The vast amounts of money made and stolen by China from the United States year after year for decades will, be, will and must be stopped. Our great American companies are hereby ordered to immediately start looking for an alternative to China, including bringing. And so that's what, how he talks about it, you know, to you guys. That's why he wants normal Americans to do. But when it comes to his daughter, he basically leverages the power of the office of the presidency to get her grants and shit in China. So, do as I say, not as I do. Once again, from the Trump family, that's what they always fucking do. The biggest hypocrites on the planet. But it doesn't matter. We all know the truth doesn't matter to these fucking people. So, um, But here's the scary part. Trump actually does have some tools in the tool chest where he can force businesses to do what he wants them to do. And it's weird. I've seen people on the internet say, this is socialism. No, goddamn, it's not socialism. What the fuck? People don't know the definitions of the word. This is fascism, okay? Fascism is ultranationalism with a centralized leader that ha- that tries to take dictatorial powers, you know? That's exactly what Trump is trying to do, right? Try to force private businesses to doing exactly what he wants them to do. And so anyway, uh, it did not go well with the stock market. Um, Powell, who was in charge of the Federal Reserve, came out there, and, uh, or the interest rates or whatever, came out there and uh, sued the markets. The markets were doing okay. And then Trump gets on and tweets that he is demanding, and he was demanding, when you put an order out there, when you say, I hear by order, that's a demand, right? Orders are meant to be followed. Demanded that private businesses do what he says and find alternatives to China. So, they didn't like that. Dow plunged 623 fucking points. God damn it. This motherfucker is going to destroy the goddamn economy. And uh, people like Bill Maher is like, good, I hope there's a recession. But I don't want a fucking recession, dudes, because I'm fucking poor. This shit affects poor people. When you're rich, yeah, that sounds great. Let's have a recession to get rid of Trump. But when you're poor as fuck, not so much. So, yeah, the Dow was up 200 points before Trump tweeted his demand to private businesses. Uh, and then it immediately dropped 800 points, or it, 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 it finished below 600. So yeah, it had an 800 point swing, right? So as uh, Nick Jack Papa says, this country elected a man who lost one billion dollars in 10 years. He just lost our retirement accounts billions of dollars in 10 minutes. So we need a fucking businessman to run this country. Trump is the best man for it. Nope. He is a fucking moron that doesn't know what he's doing. Just a giant, insane... I think he's, like, mentally degrading pretty heavily now. So, just terrifying that this is the man we have in office. But, you know, what can you do, folks? Just gotta, gotta grin and bear it. Try not to be freaked out by it. Or otherwise, you know, you'll end up in a bathtub. Open your veins up. Don't want to do that. So, yep. UPS dropped. Amazon dropped. Every fucking buddy dropped. Look at this fucking drop in the stock market because of Trump. And uh, imagine if fucking Obama did this, folks. I know I said this all the time, but imagine if Obama came out, even jokingly said he was the chosen one, and then demanded that United States businesses do what he says, stop buying products from who they want to, from the countries they want to, stop importing the shit they want to, stop doing business in the country they want to. You know, imagine if he did that. Non-stop fucking coverage, 24 hours a day, seven days a week by Fox News. Tim Pool would have done a thousand videos on it already, but, you know, crickets. Because there's a different set of rules, folks. And that's exactly what Chris Evans says. I love Chris Evans. He's America's ass. And I mean that in the nicest possible way. And he says, uh, if a Barack Obama looked to the sky and said, I'm the chosen one, even as a joke, which this wasn't, which it wasn't, everyone at Fox News will look 
like they just peeked inside the Ark of the Covenant. Exactly right. Their fucking faces would melt off. They'd be freaking out, shrieking, screaming. Exactly what the fuck happened. But crickets. It's all normal. Don't worry about it, folks. It's all good. And here's the hilarious part about Trump claiming he is in any way the chosen one or, you know, God's special person. It was specially picked by God. Even Seth, uh, not Seth, Seth Rogen. Seth McFarland, not Seth Rogen. Seth McFarland, uh, from Family Guy fame, is shitting on him about this. Everybody's shitting on him about this. Seth says this could be a Brian Stewie exchange, and it absolutely could be. This is so fucking funny. It's obvious Trump knows nothing about the Bible whatsoever, and it's so hilarious that evangelicals keep supporting him regardless of the evidence that he just really has no fucking clue about any of it. Uh, let's listen. Okay. You mentioned the Bible. You've been talking about how it's your favorite book. And you said, I think last night in Iowa, some people are surprised that you say that. I'm wondering what one or two of your most favorite Bible uh, verses are well, and why. I, I wouldn't want to get into it because to me that's very personal. You know, when I talk about the Bible, it's very personal. So I don't want to get into there's verses. No, there's I don't no want to get into it. There's no, no verse I, that I, means I a lot to you that you think about or cite. The, the Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Even to cite a verse that no, you like. No, I don't want to do that. You're I mean, an Old Testament guy or a New Testament guy? Uh, probably equal. I think it's just an incredible, the whole Bible is an incredible. I joke uh, very much so. They always hold up the art of the deal. I say my second favorite book of all time. But uh, I just think the Bible is just something very special. Yep. Okay. When you, you really know Bible, all about the Bible, ah, oh, it's private. I'd rather, I'd rather not say. Literally cannot name a single Bible verse, okay? Now, I'm a hardcore fucking atheist, but even I can name one Bible verse. How about John 3.16? For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Right? You couldn't even think of John 3.16. It's on every fucking sign during fucking football events and shit, right? How do you not know that? But it's obvious why he doesn't know, because he's not a Christian. He doesn't give a shit about the fucking Bible. He's a con man. But you'd think if he was a fucking con man who spent all his time conning evangelicals, he would at least research a little bit and learn a single fucking Bible verse. But here's the thing. He knows he doesn't even have to do that. He knows that evangelicals don't actually fucking care that he does not know anything about the Bible. They don't actually care that he's not a Christian. They don't give a fuck about any of that. It's all tribalism, folks. He's a Republican. He's on their side. Therefore, he is God sent. You know, he is supernaturally in fucking charge because it's their guy and that's all that matters. Does not matter what reality is. Does not matter what he says. It's just so frustrating. But it's hilarious. So that's good. At least it's funny. At least we can laugh at it. So, uh, and, uh, we're going to talk about some of the tools that Trump actually has to force the economy to do what he wants to do or force private businesses to do what he wants it to do. Um, Here's one from Routers that basically goes into a little bit. Um, there are basically what he can do is I'm not gonna read the entire article to you, but if he wants to, he could claim an emergency. He could claim that the economic war with China is a fucking emergency, and then he could basically claim war powers during the emergency and force businesses to do what they want, what he wants them to do. He could force them not to be in China if he wanted them to. He could literally force them to do that, but probably what he'll do anyway. Instead of that. Is he'll just keep ratcheting up the tariffs, and so it makes it uh, not financially feasible for countries to do business in China. Um, although a lot of the companies are not doing business in China anyway, a lot of the businesses are doing company uh, do business in other countries that are, have cheap labor, like you know Vietnam and you know Malaysia, shit like that. So uh, 
But yeah, he can definitely do what he wants to, and who knows what he wants, what he's going to do. I mean, he has no problem invoking fake emergency acts and taking control of the economy. So there's, you know, it's not surprising that the stock market is kind of worried. But you guys are the ones who financially donated to this guy. You guys are the one that put him in office, you know, because you thought he would be on your side. You thought he would never do any kind of uh, rain. He would he would do nothing in any way to rein in Wall Street. He would put, you know, no regulations whatsoever. And that's what you guys wanted. That's why a lot of reasons the evangelicals support him so much, because he knows he's never going to go after the church. He's never going to go after the televangelists. He's never going to make them pay their fair share of taxes. But, you know, you guys made your bed. You got a fucking lie in it, right? Um, but hopefully, like I said, I'm not rooting for him to destroy the economy or anything because that affects the little guy too, right? And it, for poor people, it's devastating. So not a good thing at all. And uh, But who knows? Stock market is very finicky. It might go up 800 points on Monday again. So I'm not claiming the stock market is going to crash over this shit or anything. It's... Uh, I used to day trade, so I know more than anyone. You can't fucking predict the stock market. Something like 95% of the people that day trade lose their money. It's worse than going to the casinos. So never know what the fuck's going to happen. Hopefully it'll work itself out, but definitely scary as fuck. So. And uh, just to show you, another one of these Trump supporters was arrested uh, for plotting to kill Hispanics in Florida. He claims that Donald Trump will launch a racial war and a crusade. Hooray! Definitely inspiring the best people in this world is a Donald Trump. Records from a Seattle federal court show Eric Lynn, 35, originally from Clarksburg, Maryland, appeared Monday on charges brought by FBI offices in Florida. Lynn was charged with interstate transmission of threatening communications. Lynn offered no plea deal during his initial hearing. According to the criminal complaint filed Friday in Miami, Florida, Lynn loves Adolf Hitler. Lynn reportedly sent death threats referencing Hitler to a woman he met through her Miami workplace as well as others. On August, Lynn allegedly wrote, The time will come when Miami will burn to the ground, and every Latin man will be lined up against the wall and shot. Every Latin woman raped or cut to pieces. Beginning in May, Lynn sent pro-Trump, pro-Hitler, writing Facebook messages to Hispanics living in Miami. One target of Lynn's threats contacted Miami police in May, who turned the case over to the FBI in July. When the FBI researched the two accounts making the threats, they found both used the same phone number, which was registered to Lynn's residence. Uh, so anyway, yep. in three short years, your entire race, your entire culture will perish. Only then, after I kill your slur family, I will permit you to die by hanging on metal wire. By the authority of Adolf Hitler and God, I hereby declare Spanish and all Spanish people illegal. That's all I need authority from, Adolf Hitler to act. I follow only Adolf Hitler and then God. They are only, they are one and the same. It's, I wonder if this... I guess this guy's mentally ill. I want to say it just sounds like he's trolling, but holy shit, that's one hell of a troll. But this is the way that people on 4chan act. So it's sometimes so hard to tell if these people are just like crazy or they're trolling. I thank God every day Donald Trump is president and that he will launch a racial war and crusade to keep the uh, N-word, S-word, and Muslims of any dangerous non-white or ethnicity or culturally foreign group in line. By in line, it is meant that they will either be sent to concentration camps or dealt with ruthlessly and vigorously by the United States military. Hooray! So, another amazing Trump supporter. He's inspiring this, folks. You can go back to where you came from. They're murderers, murderers, murderers. He's in, they, he has a cult, right? And they actually believe him when he says that foreign invaders are coming to this country and destroying it. You know, they're psychopaths. But it doesn't matter, right? It's the left that's all violent, right? It's the left is the problem here. Some guy hit another person with a bike lock like four years ago and some dude punched Andy Nogo. So, oh my God, 
It's the left. But nope, it's not the left. So what you guys got to say about that? Are we fucking terrified to the very core of our being that Trump is president? Or are we happy as shit? Hooray, this is amazing. More of this, reality? Please. Uh, yeah, he doesn't know anything about the Bible. That's right. The Bible's incredible. It's my favorite book. Equal Old Testament, New Testament. Uh, which books are in the Old Testament? Which books are in the New Testament? Tell us. Uh, I don't want to tell you that. It's private. All my incredible knowledge about the Bible is 100% private. Uh, I could tell you, but I'd have to kill you. So, anyway. Man, there's no new filters. Why the fuck aren't there any new filters, goddammit? They gotta come out with some fucking new filters. This shit's ridiculous. I'm gonna have to cancel the goddamn filter days if they don't come out with new filters. I wanna fucking look amazing. Make me look amazing, filters. Even though I already look amazing. Look how sexy I am. Holy shit, Dusty. What the fuck, dude? We'll have some red hair for a minute. I'll be all fucking... Yeah, that's alright. That's pretty cute. My favorite is the Super Saiyan still. I wonder if I can fix it to where it doesn't look all shitty and shit with the, with the green screen. Hey, it looks better. There it goes. It looks way better now. I think I fixed it. I like my eyes. Fucking badass eyes. Take this fucking... There we go. Mm. Yeah, that's cool as fuck. <laughs> Saiyan! I've already been told that's not what the dude who goes Super Saiyan says, but fuck it. In my mind, he goes, Saiyan! So that's cool. Alright. Super Chats! Got a few Super Chats! Thank you, dudes. So much appreciated. HS Ross, $5. Cool to see you on Saturday. Hey, it's cool to be seen on Saturday. Thanks, man. I wouldn't have been able to see you live stream yesterday, but I'm catching it today. Well, it's a good thing I had fucking problems then, isn't it? Hooray for the storm! Thank you for that. Blacka Blacka, give me $1.99. Thank you. Appreciate that. And he said $5. Okay. Cool. D-Dog has a 15, $5 or five pounds, which is even more, I think, because the dollar has uh, tanked a bit because of fucking Trump. Trump, dude, the Danish PM told you to fuck off already. I didn't know he was so butthurt by that. Oh my God, he wouldn't sell me fucking Iceland or Greenland. I guess it's Greenland. I get those two mixed up because Greenland has ice on it and uh, Iceland is green. So that's fucked up. But wouldn't sell me fucking Greenland. He was so rude. No, dude, you're rude. Uh, Matt Summary, $5. Trump ordering private companies around while simultaneously calling the other side socialists. Makes sense if you don't think about it. That's true. But it's not really socialist, though, because socialism is when the workers take over the means of productions and the workers themselves actually own the companies. Not, it's not billionaires owning the companies and then Trump or the government telling the billionaires what they can do. It's the workers. So that's not socialism. What you're talking about is fascism. This is pure fucking pure defascism. But, you know, and Typha are the bad guys. The one fighting fascism are the bad guys in this country, right? You know, it's controversial to kill Nazis in video games these days because logic and whatnot. And HS Ross, $2. How do I watch on Twitch? Do I have the URL? It's twitch.tv front slash Dusty Smith. Twitch.tv front slash Dusty Smith. And uh, that's my new Twitch channel. Feel free to subscribe to me and check it out and send me all your bits. The Supreme King, 499, read Hitler's first book recently. Right-wing logic and Hitler's philosophies are very similar. For proof, check chapter 11, Race and Nation, all right? Have never read Hitler's book, but I will take your word for it. I have no problem believing that it is a right-wing ideology. I mean, it is fascism and Nazism. That's definitely right-wing. So thank you for that. Appreciate that, Supreme King. Beast Nation, $5. Hey, Dusty, I'm still around. Thank you, Beast Nation. Appreciate you for being around. Just sort of broke at the moment. I understand. The best you can do is you can do. I appreciate every bit you can do, though. 
So I can't stand as many super chats. However, take some change for your trouble. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks. It means a lot. The support you guys are giving me, like, it really touches my heart. I'm really honored I can do this for a living. And uh, even though I don't make a whole lot of money, I, I make an, enough to get by now. So it's, like, really appreciated, dudes. D-Dog says 15, 5 pounds. I know no one actually reads the Bible. I read it. I read it, like, seven times, cover to cover. But at least everyone else has read some of it. Yep. I read it all, but I kind of skimmed a lot of it. So I don't remember, like, chapter and verse and whatnot. But I can quote some parts. But thank you for that. Nubrific, having a middle break down to all the libs. I know, it's terrifying, right? But uh, the fact that he is destroying the economy will upset some libs, so there are lots of conservatives who will be happy about it. <laughs> Look at all those libs triggered by the fact that their fucking life savings are being wiped out. <laughs> you can't retire now, fucking libs. Yeah, you sure got us, but, you know, it's affecting you too. You realize that, right? But no, they don't give a shit. I don't care if it hurts us. I was it hurts you, too. Thank you for that, D-Dog. 2015. Trump is falling for Viking Age housing ads. Seriously, they call it Greenland to get people over there. I know, right? We're not fooled by that. Fake news. The ultimate fake news. So, uh, appreciate that. More Super Chats, please. Like blood of the show. So... Fucking Joe Rogan. God damn it, Joe Rogan. Like, I was kind of, like, warming up to Joe Rogan a little bit. He had uh, Bernie Sanders on. He seemed to agree with Bernie Sanders pretty much. But that's typical Joe Rogan, right? Whoever he has on, he just, like, he's water. He's like Bruce Lee, right? Be water, my friend. Whatever form is on his show, he shifts himself to fit that form. So if it's a conservative on, he shifts himself to fit that conservative form. And if it's a Leftist on, he shifts himself to fit that leftist. He's just this blobless jelly that forms itself to whatever is on. So, that's the truth about him, unfortunately. Like, I wish that wasn't true about him. But, so it's, I want to give him credit when he does good things, like when he has fucking Bernie Sanders on there, but he's continuously fucking promoting chud shit over and over again. And it's so frustrating to see this popular motherfucker who pretends he's on the left, be a whiny snowflake. And that's exactly what the fuck he's doing here. Um, I, I showed this in my last show. Piers Morgan going on and basically saying, Oh my God, liberals are ruining everything. You can't even say anything anymore. You can't even tell jokes anymore. Oh my God. Yes, you can. Yes, you fucking can. You can tell any jokes you want to. You can say anything you want to, Joe Rogan. You literally have the number one podcast in the world i want to scream i want to freak out but i'm not going to god damn it joe rogan you literally have a show that gets millions of fucking views a week you're the most popular dude on the internet you can say whatever the fuck you want nobody is stopping you why are you such a fucking snowflake god damn it yes when you say stupid shit people criticize you for it that is not a violation of your free speech, motherfucker, okay? You have the absolute right to have any fucking shitty goddamn opinion you want. You have the absolute right to tell that shitty fucking opinion to millions of people, and people have the right to fucking tell you what a dickhead you are about that shitty opinion. 
They have the right to stop watching your show until you stop having shitty opinions. They have the right to stop associating with you until you make amends for spreading shitty opinions. This is not a violation of free speech or free expression. This is how the goddamn system is supposed to fucking work. Why are you guys so whiny? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. These fucking millionaires, these white fucking millionaires who this entire society was built built to cater to and kowtow to are fucking whining what the fuck if you are whining if you the most privileged motherfuckers on earth literally millionaires who have everything handed to you fucking hand and goddamn foot if you're whining then what chance do actual poor people or minorities or trans people people that are demonized people that are oppressed what fucking chance do they have if the most privileged motherfuckers on the planet are still goddamn crying, being little piss babies, fucking goddamn it, Joe Rogan. What in the hell, dude? This is so fucking cringe, man. Boo-hoo, people criticize me for my serious shitty opinions. Yeah, they should, dude. People criticize me all the time for my shitty opinions. You know what I do about it? I get butt hurt for about 10 minutes, and then I think about it, and then, if their fucking criticism of me is valid, I'm like, holy shit, they're right. I should immediately own up to this shit and change my behavior. And if their criticism is not correct, it's still fine they said it to me because it gives me access to the minds of my haters and I understand exactly where they're coming from. Either way, information is valuable. Either way, criticism is data. And you can take that data in and you can mine that data and for valuable information. And that's what people who are not whiny piss babies do. Especially, I made 18000 a year last year. I make 18000 this year. I'm not a fucking millionaire. And even I handle the criticism much better than you fucking whiny, rich-ass piss babies do. So, God damn it, Joe Rogan. Get your fucking shit together, dude. And it's so frustrating, because, of course, he tweeted this, and he got 87,000 likes. This fucking whiny piss baby bullshit to try to make the left look bad. And we're about to look, too, about how uh, Hassan Piker told a joke. And it wasn't even a joke that I agree with or I like or I thought was in good taste. But they're fucking freaking out about this goddamn joke Hassan told. Just to show you the double standard these people have. You think fucking Joe Rogan's going to call people out for whining about Hassan's joke? Of course not. Because it doesn't fit in his fucking stupid-ass narrative. And uh, like I said, I said it on here. I would be happy to go on Joe Rogan's show and explain to him exactly to his fucking face while what he is saying is goddamn stupid. Like, seriously, I will. Like, Joe, if you're out there, I, I, I like Joe in ways. I've like I've seen Joe say things that I thought were incredibly intelligent, boarding on the level of genius, some of them. Loved some of the shit he said. I still have no problem going on your show, explain to you exactly why you are not living up to the responsibility you have for having the largest podcast platform in the world. You are fucking this opportunity. Fuck- I guess you're not fucking the opportunity up for yourself because you're making millions of dollars. But as far as making society worse, yes. Yes, you're making society worse. Now, people are like, but he had fucking Bernie Sanders on there. Why can't you give him credit? Yeah, I give you credit for that. But if you kick a puppy and then you go pet a puppy, you don't fucking get off for kicking the puppy just because you pet a puppy. Okay? You have to pay the piper for the puppy you kicked, right? So, yay, he had Bernie Sanders on. Great. Applause for that. But still, you've done a lot of shit you have to fucking answer for and have no problem going on and explaining it to you directly to your fucking face if you want me to. Happy to do that. Don't hold your breath, folks. So, uh, 
What we got to say about the Joe Rogan shit? Enough about Joe Rogan. Austin 316 says, I just whip your ass. Yeah. I know all about some Austin. Went and talked to Austin in Boston on MTV. It's so personal, I never read it. I know, right? Such a crock of shit. Uh, what was Assange joke? We'll get on it in a minute. He was basically talking about um, that Dan Crenshaw, is that his name? That Republican congressman who lost his eye in Afghanistan. And basically he said that uh, some brave terrorist fucked Dan in his eye hole. That's how he lost his eye because he got eye fucked. And he also said uh, America lo- uh, deserved 9-11. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. We're going to get there in a minute. But, uh, yeah, that's some shit. And see how far away to the show. We're about 30 minutes in. Making good progress. He got schooled by Unky Sink on TYT. Yeah, we're going to talk about that a little bit, too. I saw that. Sink looked really disappointed in him. But we're going to get there. But talking about Joe Rogan again. Here's Cody Johnson, man. Cody Johnson has been fucking and tearing up on Twitter. You guys should go fo- follow Dr. Mr. Cody uh, for us from some other news. I think he just recently passed me in subscribers, man. He's really blown up. He should, because he's really talented and uh, like his stuff. But literally one day after Rogan and folks praised Pierce Morgan for saying the left won't even let you make jokes anymore, we get Dan Crenshaw's grievance brigade. That's right. They're fucking pissed off at Hassan because he disrespected the dude. He did that gives a shit. Like, seriously. I agree with Hassan when he says, just because you're a service member doesn't mean you automatically deserve respect. You fucking don't. And like, like I said, I think the joke he told about Dan Crenshaw was in poor taste. I think it's uh, counterproductive because it just gives the enemy uh, ammo to attack us with. But at the same time, fuck Dan Crenshaw. Dan Crenshaw, like uh, Hassan pointed out many times, um, voted against stopping sells to um, Saudi Arabia, which is used in their war against civilians. So this motherfucker don't give a shit about terrorists or civilians or any of that motherfucking shit. We're continuously funding and arming the terrorists that will be used against us eventually. So when you're out there, you military people, when you're out there fighting these terrorists in the name of America, just know that probably the guns and the bullets they're shooting at you with were given to them and paid for by your government, okay? You're just too fucking stupid to, to research anything or to know that, I want to say you're not the good guys, but I guess that's pretty accurate. Like, eh, there really aren't any good guys. Both sides, not amazing. So, I guess we'll get into the Young Turk shit. We're going to talk about ugly ass. Hassan Piker, god damn, I hate this dude, look how ugly he is, fucking gross, Hassan Piker, hideous, somebody I absolutely in no way want to have sex with, yuck, and uh, so anyway, Hassan's out there, and uh, well, I guess I'll just read this article, this article is from the Daily Wire, I think this is uh, Ben Shapiro's bullshit, and they're all mad as fuck at uh, hideous, ugly Hassan Piker. Revealing a clip of U.S. military veteran rep Dan Crenshaw talking to podcast host Joe Rogan, Hassan Parker Dunk Jackson Mike Crenshaw's lost eye, a wartime injury, in vile fashion and said America deserved 9-11. This guy has the understanding of foreign policy of like a 12-year-old. Well, let me just play the fucking... I'll just play you the clip so you can see it for yourself. I don't have to read it to you. This is what Hassan said that everybody's so mad at him about. Soft power is the exact same as hard power. Soft power, embassies, diplomacy, 
exact same thing as military bases. I'm, I can't do this. I can't do this. This guy has the understanding of foreign policy uh, of like a 12-year-old. What the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with this dude? Didn't he go to war and like literally lose his eye because some Mujahideen, a brave fucking soldier, fucked his eye hole with their dick? Isn't that how he lost his fucking dumbass eye? Because he got his fucking eye hole fucked? By a brave soldier? Didn't he learn that there's a difference between, like, military bases and, and diplomacy? So anyway, that's what he got fucking shit on, and conservatives are fucking freaking out about it. Um, what he called the guy a, a brave soldier. Apparently that's a reference to what uh, people in the Reagan era were calling these people when they were funding them and arming them. Yes, the, pe- the people that, you know, were over there fighting were funded and armed by our government, because that's the way all this shit works, right? Um, there's one show, I don't want to tell you what it is because it's a spoiler work, but the bad guy on this sh- on the show, basically, um, he's like a hero, but he creates uh, super villains in other countries, so he has something to fight because it justifies his existence as a hero, and that's what the United States does a lot, and so that was Hassan's, you know, that's why he's calling him brave there, but as far as the whole fucking the eye hole thing joke goes, yeah, it's just a joke, you know. And it's funny that the same people that think rape jokes are okay are all pissed off about this. But at the same time, I do find this counterproductive because all this does is it gives ammo to the other side. We have to explain, you know, exactly what he meant. And all they have to do is post this little soundbite to make left and liberals look bad. And uh, it's red meat for their fan bases to eat up. And, you know, it's bad optics. We shouldn't have to spend our time explaining this stuff away when we can just battle these guys on the issues. And we're going to talk about some of the issues, this Dan Crenshaw guy that we can, you know, we can debate him directly on it. Even um, Hassan, fugly virgin Hassan Piker, has made some really good points about Dan Crenshaw. And like I said, how he voted against uh, not arming Saudi Arabia and shit like that. Um, those are valid points to attack him on, you know, lame, edgy jokes. I'm not really with. It's the same exact shit the right does. It's the, the 4chan bullshit where they're just being edgy to be edgy. And a lot of people have been contacting me because I've been speaking out against why the left shouldn't be edgy just to be edgy because it makes us too much like 4chan. A lot of people say, no, I like the fact that these people like uh, Balsh and Piker are being more edgy because it brings in the same kids that are uh, attracted to the 4chan edginess. It basically uh, attracts them to the left instead. I'm thinking, I don't know. Do we even want these motherfuckers? Like, seriously, yeah, it attracts these people, but I can tell you from firsthand experience, when I was real edgy, when I was more of a shit poster, shit lord back in the day, the people I was attracted were people I were fucking embarrassed of, people I wanted to have absolutely nothing to fucking do with. So I'm not really sure this is the way you want to go, but it's great. It'll be great for Hassan Piker's career. You know, he'll get more subscribers from it. He'll make more money from it. But other lefties like myself will be in the lurch trying to explain away, you know, these dumb jokes and whatnot. So not amazing, but at the same time, also hilarious to see right-wingers clutch their pearls over these jokes when they, on the other hand, constantly claim that all jokes are okay and anybody that gets upset by jokes are just snowflakes. So great to see both sides of it. So anyway, then Hassan went on his uncle's program, The Young Turks. Uh, Let's just be honest, folks. Do you know what I mean? God damn it. What the fuck happened? Just open up a YouTube, motherfucker. 
eliminate the middleman. Joining me now is Hassan Piker. Uh, he uh, is and part of the so Explosion Network. Uh, he does break down. Shut the fuck up for a second, Jink or Sink or whatever the fuck your name is. Um, I want to call him Kink because he's got a C in the front of his name. And uh, you don't pronounce that Jink when you got a C in front of your name. Fucking Turks. Get it right. Anyway. So look, uh, let's just be honest here, folks. Incredibly vile-looking Hassan Piker only is famous because uh, he's Kink's nephew, right? Now, I ain't saying that. Uh, I ain't really saying that as a, a jab against Hassan. I think Hassan is uh, doing well uh, and blowing up, and I agree with like most of what he says. But at the same time, let's be honest with it. He's nepotism, you know. He's Kink's son, Kink's not son, Kink's nephew, and that he's got a. Uh, in into one of the largest media firms on YouTube. And so that's how he, you know, got started. And so Jake is all fucking, <laughs> it's, it's funny. He's like a disappointed father. You can kind of see it. Uh, and it, it's almost like Hassan Piker has been called to the principal's office and it's getting shit on. Just watch the, watch the expression on his face. I'm just going to play the beginning of this. Uh, he uh, is part of the CYC network. He does break down and, and now a new show, Agitprob. Uh, Hassan, uh, welcome. Okay. And uh, <laughs> it's like a little kid that just got pulled to the principal's office and's got to explain why he's acting up in class. And uh, you know, Jink is the disapproving parent. Like, why did you do that? Why did you do that, Hassan? Why did you say that America deserved nine eleven? Why did you say that a brave terrorist fucked Dan Crenshaw's IHO? Come on. We vouched for you. We made you popular. We brought you on the show. And you are basically a representative of this show now. And you're making us look bad. Why are you doing this? And, but anyway, um, I, now, I did agree with most of what uh, ugly, 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 horrible Hassan Piker said on this show. He explained that when he said uh, America deserved 9-11, he wasn't talking about the innocent men and women who lost their lives in the World Trade Center. He was literally talking about just the blowback of our foreign policy and how that caused terrorists to hate us, not because they hate us, just because they hate us, or they hate us because of our freedoms. They hate us because of, you know, our intervention in their countries, you know, our uh, globalist policies. So... It's the same similar things that Bernie have said before about blowback and similar things Trump has said before. But the way he said it was poorly worded, you know. But I agree with what he said about that. And I, and I, you know, and I do think it's funny that they're all uh, wetting themselves over the Joe. But like I already said, I do think it's, uh, you know, counterproductive. And it was pretty clear that Sink was really disappointed in him. Sink uh, felt that he let him down and he made the show look bad. And uh, a lot of people thought Hassan Piker came off poorly in this interview and uh especially the right wing chuds the right wing chuds this like video got seen 169,000 times but it got 22 23,000 comments so the right wing chuds kind of uh invaded this video to post about how awful Hassan Piker is um horrible response love to you can't stand Hassan Piker so full of shit this piece of shit total douchebag Look at the strange reactions when he lost, when he, when his host told him how wrong he is, like a child who can't accept his spanking. Boo, shang, shang, shang. Uh, anyway. Who's mad? That's the takeaway from this. But a couple points he made that I thought were, you know, really good. He's going to, uh, he's taking Dan Crenshaw to task. And he says, if you have a problem supporting terrorists and those who fund terrorists, why did you vote against stopping our arms sales to Saudi Arabia four times? 
Those weapons are now literally in the hands of Al-Qaeda, precisely the point I made in that video that cuts off right before. So that's a good point. That's the kind of stuff, like, instead of talking about his eye hole being fucked and shit like that, that's the kind of point she should be making, right? It's We can destroy these guys on the policies without slinking to the level of the lowest common denominator like they do on 4chan. There's just no reason for that, in my opinion. Like, and when I say there's no reason for that, I mean, he's going to be more popular from it. So it does help him. So there is a reason if that's your intention. But if your intention is actually to do the greatest good overall... Not amazing. Suboptimal, in my opinion. But anyway, I'm not offended by his jokes, per se. And I'm not offended by what he said about my 9-11 or anything. But apparently he's a fucking Muslim. I don't know if this is true or not, but that's what he said. And uh, that's what I got a problem with. What the fuck, Hassan? Is this true? Are you a Muslim? Because if you're a Muslim, dude, I got fucking questions and comments. How stupid are you? You would have to be really, really fucking stupid to, for reals, be a goddamn Muslim. To believe that uh, Muhammad went in a cave all by himself where nobody could see, and then an angel came down, and uh, since he couldn't fucking read, uh, the angel basically recited shit over and over to him and had him memorize it. Instead of beaming the information to his head or, you know, uh, supernaturally blessing him with the power of reading and handing him scrolls or, you know, anything that makes any kind of fucking sense whatsoever, the dumbest fucking story anybody could fucking possibly tell. How could you be this naive to believe it? Hopefully this is a joke and you're not actually a Muslim, but if you are, get your shit together, son! And, um, I guess we'll stop and read Super Chats and we'll get back on, uh, the bagel balls here. Let's see here. H.S. Ross. Dude, those remarks on being criticized and learning from it are perfect. If someone could clip that out for you, that would be great. Yeah, man. Like, I see people all the time. They take Destiny's videos and they clip them out and they put them on twitter and they take sans videos and they clip them out and put them on twitter just little segments of things they like they do it for everybody but nobody ever does that for me i'm like what the fuck is wrong with me dudes why don't you guys ever clip my show out put it on twitter is it because i'm not very popular it's because everybody hates me is that why maybe poor dusty i'm so sad and pathetic anyway thank you for that Leva Bellu, two dollars. You look super spicy foods and hot sauce. Oh, you like? Uh, not really. I'm not really into super spicy foods. Um, because like that shit hurts. And to me, like food should not hurt you. It should pleasure you, like a woman. And so I'm not really into that. But thank you for that. D Dog, two thousand fifteen, five dollars. Ever noticed that a the dictator of Arabia has named the country after himself? Would we take it seriously if North Korea renamed it to Kim Jong Gilia? Um. I'm sure there are some people that would. I'm sure Trump would like it. Trump would be like, he's a brave man. He's a very powerful man. He named the whole country after himself. I respect that. I wish we could do that. It should It should be Trump America. We should rename the whole country after me. That would be amazing. Wouldn't be surprised to see it happen as crazy as he's been. And D-Dog 2015 has been lied to said after Bush's. They hate us for our freedom speech. Asking why we did not strike Sweden. That's fucking great, right? Yeah. Sweden and Denmark and all the other countries who are much higher on the Freedom Index than America is. They ain't being fucking attacked. Wonder why. Hmm. Maybe it's because they don't hate us for our freedoms. Maybe there's an actual reason they hate us that's based on the issues. Don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Cult of Dusty, no clips because you are too PC. I know, right? I am way too fucking PC. Like there's anything wrong with being PC and... That's the funny part about everybody getting so mad about Hassan's joke about fucking the guy's eye hole. The reason they're mad is because uh, 
it wasn't politically correct. They want political correctness. The right always wants political correctness. They just don't call it that. They call it other things, and then they claim it's not the same thing, but it's exactly the fucking same. Both sides believe in political correctness. One side is just a hypocrite about it. That's all it boils down to. Uh, I'm a Muslim. Shut the fuck up. Uh, no. If you're actually a Muslim, you're very dumb for believing in that. Now, you may be very smart in other things. You may be a great guy. I don't know you, but Islam is incredibly fucking stupid. The story they tell you to get you to believe it, I mean, like, literally, you have to be close to brain dead to believe that fucking story. It is so unbelievably fucking ridiculous. It's more ridiculous than virgin births and talking donkeys like it's in the Bible and shit, right? So, I don't know if it's more ridiculous than that, but it's as ridiculous, so. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, that's another thing that I was, I, was, I was thinking about when Joe Rogan and all these people complained about, comedy's dead. You can't even say anything anymore. They used to literally arrest comedians. Like, back in the fucking 60s and 70s, they were arresting these people. Shit is way fucking better than it used to be. What are you talking about, you whiny bitches? The fucking people like George Carlin who got arrested, they didn't fucking whine and bitch about how you can't say anything anymore. They fucking stuck it to the man and kept goddamn going. They weren't fucking whiny piss babies like Joe Rogan and fucking all these right-wing snowflakes. It's just so cringe, dude. What's wrong with you guys? And, uh, yeah, Trump, Crenshaw also supported Trump tax cuts to the wealth. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Fuck Dan Crenshaw. But there's no reason to, like, give the other side ammo by telling edgy jokes. Because then you gotta explain that shit away. And who, like, needs that? It's fucking boring as shit, right? Um, exactly. The right is just as PC. Make a joke about America flag and the troops and watch them lose their fucking hands. I know. They're PC about all kinds of shit, right? Well, let's get to the bagel boss. Bagel boss. Remember this little, uh, this little, I don't want to say shorty, but I don't want to short shame him. But that's what he's known for, right? He's known for being short. That's kind of his whole shtick. So it's kind of hard not to mention it when that's kind of his whole thing. But anyway, uh, dude doesn't do well with women. And uh, I can't imagine for the life of me why women don't like this guy let me tell you something if you don't like me okay or i'm not your type why the fuck do you keep texting me like all these other stupid bitches let me tell you something <laughs> well i guess he's honest uh, maybe she just wanted to talk to you maybe you're famous maybe she has low self-esteem and likes the attention you give her maybe she's putting you on the back burner in case the guy she really wants falls through there's lots of reasons for that but uh, the reason that she doesn't like you probably has a lot to do with your fucking attitude. You have this attitude like people owe you something and nobody owes you shit, dude, right? Uh, you're just kind of a disgusting little mean troll. You have to have a better attitude. You have to be chill and relaxed and confident and people would like you better. Want some black makeup? Oh, yeah. Mm. Sexy as fuck. Hell yeah. I'm really working Skyliner. Love it. So, uh, grow up, bagel boss. And that's not a short joke. I mean, I get, it is kind of a short joke, but it's not really meant to be a short joke. Here's one from Nonviolent. Oh, God. So we're going to get into the Proud Boys now. Not the Proud Boys. This is Violent Fascist Group. Um, and uh, we're going to get into the Andy No-Go situation in a minute. But this is the group that Andy No-Go follows around. He's buddy-buddies with him. And he uh, they go around and they start trouble. They start fights with people. And then when the people fight back or, or you know, try to defend themselves from their antagonism, uh, Eddie Nogo records the whole thing, and then he deceptively edit it, edit it, edits it to make it look like the left is the one starting shit instead of what the right is doing. So here's uh, a few of the Proud Boys in their own uh, words saying exactly what they're about. In this one, they're basically bragging about wasting taxpayer money. Uh, that's what they're all about. 
We're going to keep coming out here. We're going to keep wasting his resources. He's going to call all the agencies that he's called. He's going to call the National Guard, the FBI, all of those people. And we're going to keep coming out here until Ted Wheeler does something. What do you say to residents that say, we're paying taxes for this and you're just wasting our resources? Do they pay federal taxes like I do? All of them pay taxes. Perfect. Then this is just as my city as my, my home back in Miami. This is the United States of America. So you've and come here from apologize. Miami to I'm waste not, the resources of Portland. Wait, that wasn't our original intent. But you but just said leader, that's what it was. Now it is. We're gonna now keep, it is. We're just going to waste all the taxpayer money because we're pieces of fucking shit. Yeah, we know you're pieces of shit, dude. We already know. But thank you for telling us and explaining it to us. And uh, here's the kind of shit they say when they're all together talking about how they, uh, they built civilization. This guy built civilization. This fat, white, out of shape piece of goddamn shit who's probably never accomplished anything in his fucking life. He built civilization, folks, because he's white. And then uh, uh, when you're white, that means that everything white people have done, you can take credit for that. You had something to do with it because you have no melanin in your skin like they did. So this is a... Uh, this is how the Proud Boys uh, jump in other members. They basically pretend to punch them while they say five or six different types of cereal. It's just oh, so cringe. CAF, cringe as fuck. But anyway, so I love it. Okay. <laughs> Western chauvinist. chauvinist. And I refuse to apologize. I refuse to apologize for creating the modern world. Yeah, you created the modern world, didn't you? I'm like, what the fuck? You guys didn't create goddamn shit. What the fuck are you even talking about? Holy shit. It's like me taking credit for <laughs> It's like me taking credit for uh a fighter who was white twins. No, Conor McGregor won his fight. I did it! I fucking did it. We're both white, aren't we? We won, didn't we, Connor? No, we didn't. You had nothing to do with it. I, I, I had nothing to do with it. I didn't fucking train. I wasn't in that ring. You weren't in the fucking past. You guys didn't invent shit. You didn't build any fucking thing. Taking credit for other people's work just because you're the same race as they are is the most fucking pathetic shit I can goddamn imagine. And, and you guys look exactly like the people that would do this. Look at you. you. You guys look like mama's boys who have never stepped foot out of your house, never done a hard day's work in your fucking life. Just the doughiest, weakest. Anyway, let's keep going. Look how sad this is. Great thoughts. One. One. Cheerios. Two. Two. Frosted Flakes. Three. Cocoa Pop. Four. I like it. mistake a horrible horrible i mean i know that you weren't very popular before and you weren't good with the ladies and like people didn't like you and you have a bad personality and you probably smell and you're not attractive and you have a lot going wrong with you but your life is not better now i know that you don't have a lot of friends and you're so desperate just to have anybody like you and to be accepted and wanted but these are not the people these don't make you better these don't make you more desirable they make you less I know it's hard to believe that you could get less desirable than you already were, but you've already fucking done it somehow. You've managed to do it. Congratulations. You were less fuckable than you were before this. How is that even possible? But it's true. You're about the same level of fuckability right now as Hassan Piker's ugly ass is. So, bottom of the barrel for you. And, um, so we're about to get into the Andy no-go stuff here. 
Um, basically, they're showing exactly how he, Andy Nogo, walks around with the Proud Boys, and then he deceptively edits footage to make it look like the other side is being violent, and he edits out the violence that the, uh, I guess this was the Patriot Prayer here. Well, this wasn't the Proud Boys. This is the Patriot Prayer. This is another group of fascists that Andy Nogo hangs out with. He has a lot of different fascist groups, and they go around starting trouble. Um, so let's take a look at this footage. So you see that? In the real version, it shows the Patriot Prayer Boys stomping the dude's head. They're literally stomping the dude's head. And in the Andy Nogos version, he edits that part out so you can't see the violence caused by it. That's what he does all the fucking time. That's Here's the longer version of it. Let's look at the longer version. This is the minute version. You can see exactly what he edited out here. This is the Joey Gibson version. Get ready. Mask comes off. Oh my god, hey! Woo! Oh. edits out the part where the guy walks up to him and whatnot. So anyway, just a complete dishonest piece of shit, Andy Nogo, that's what he does. But he makes, you know, making hundreds of thousands of dollars. You consider him a journalist, but he's not a fucking journalist, right? He's, uh... There's another one where he edited the footage out and didn't show the pushing by the Patriot Prayer Group. But that's what they do. They walk up in the middle of Antifa and they start trouble, start slinging their weapons around, and when Antifa defends themselves or, you know, punches back, even if Antifa doesn't get hit, who wants to fucking have a bunch of fascists walk up and get in your face and yell at you and swing weapons near you? So, I don't agree, obviously, with uh, Antifa punching innocent people or punching people for no reason because a lot of this gives the other side better optics to use against the left. So it's counterproductive in that way. But at the same time, they're instigating. They're agitators. They're walking up in the middle of these Antifa and they're trying to start something. And then when they do, their buddy, their fascist buddy, Andy Nogo, dishonestly edits things to make it look like they're the good guys, the other side's the bad guys. And that's exactly what the baddies would do. And you are the baddies. And if you support this guy, you're a fucking piece of shit. I've had in front a few people that uh, are supporting Andy Nogo on Facebook, calling him a journalist when he's not a journalist. He's a fucking fascist propagandist and it should be called out continuously. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. I'm happy to do that. We'll get into some Ben Shapiro next, but let me check the chat. Dusty, I like the guyliner, but I don't think it should be a cat eye. Just some standard lining. Alright, let's see if there's some better fucking filters for this. Uh, let's see. I don't know if I have any other good makeup filters. Mm, get some purple here. Purple plus red. 
redhead Dusty. I think I look better in white. Uh, let's see. Guess I'll be a pimp daddy. Nah, I don't like that. Fuck a pimp daddy. I'll be a gray rabbit. Hell yeah. Oh, cute. <laughs> yeah, rocking it, Dusty. Alright, let's see what the chat has to say. Chat, what do you have to fucking say to Dusty? Andy no goes a slug, I know, right? Man, I can't believe he made $200,000 off getting punched in the face. I've been punched in the face so many fucking times. Frustrating. Cult of Dusty, they weren't even hitting him that hard. Whatever happened to blood in, blood out, nah. They were just weak. It's just, it's the cringiest thing, man. Like, oh my god, it's so lame. Hard to believe that they could actually watch that shit back and not see how lame and pathetic it all is. But, almost lost my mind when I didn't come on last night. I'm sorry. I know how important this show is to so many of you, but uh, I did not want to do the show, then have the lights cut off in the middle of it, then you guys would even be even more pissed at me. And I'd be even pissed. I'd be like crying and stuff. And I was like, I better wait a day, make sure I do the show right. I want to put on a good show for you guys. I don't want to fuck this shit up, so. Do the tiger! Okay, somebody wants to see the tiger. I got a request. Oh, where is the tiger? It's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight. Rising up to the challenge of our rivals. And the last known survivor will be spared in the night. Is that the words? I don't know. I don't know the words of that song clearly. But I'm singing them anyway, because I don't give a fuck. Let me check the super chats. Make sure I don't any super chats. Like one of the show super chats. American civilization stole the last silver. A last sliver of God's green earth and turned it into a coast-to-coast shopping mall. He is unenlightened, I know, right? They pay paradise and put on a parking lot. I love that song, but it's absolutely true. Said uh, Rocket6923, if you do another anti-HW compilation, can you talk about how this Hotep Jesus guy cares more about sticking it to BLM than helping Baltimore? Not familiar with the Hotep Jesus guy, but I will definitely fucking look him up. Thank you for rocket man. I appreciate that. Nubarific ten dollars. Hassan said what he said. Apology seemed not all authentic. Yeah, his apology did not seem very authentic. It was just like it's just jokes, bro. He should have he should have doubled down and said Dan should blame the U.S. government for losing his eye, not crying over jokes. Yeah, he should have. He could have handled it better. Like I watched that Young Turks clip though, and I did agree with a lot of what he said. I thought it was you know pretty spot on and uh. But I understand why Sink is upset by it. I understand why Sink doesn't have to defend this shit. Especially when uh, Jink, what the fuck's name is, Jink brought him on. And, uh, you know, it was the one man to begin with. So it feels kind of betrayed. So I get from both sides. Thank you for that, Ibarivik. H.S. Ross, definitely agree with your take on Hassan. I think he's still very young. So hopefully he'll learn to have a little more impulse control and not needlessly leave himself open to attack as he gets up. Yeah, like I said, it's the same thing I said about Vosh. You know, they're young. They'll figure this shit out. Like, I, I didn't figure this shit out till I was 40. So, yeah, they'll figure it out way before I did. So, you know, I, I think good things are in store for Hassan for the most part. You know, if he can if he can figure out how to maybe get plastic surgery or something and fix his grotesque face, he'll be okay in the future. Um, okay, more Super Chats, please. Lifeblood of the show. Super Chats. Time to shit on Ben Shapiro. Oh, my God. Ben Shapiro. No, Ben Shapiro, I, I forgot about, th- about this, but Ben Shapiro is considered still one of the intellectual dark web. So this is one of the people that, uh, you know, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan's part. So this is one of the guys Joe Rogan is uh, standing for by default. Because, like, if you're part of that group, you know, this, these are your, your people. If you're not speaking out against them and distancing yourself from them, they're your fucking people. So, what's up, Joe? Might want to, like, speak out against your boys a little bit here and there, lest we think that you agree or are associated with them. So anyway, let's just watch this piece of shit clip first and uh, 
I could explain it to you, but I'll just let you watch it get mad your own damn selves. It was pretty angry. Yes, because it turns out that your feelings of sympathy for the homeless are in direct contravention of public order and rule of law. Allowing people to sleep in public, on streets, outside businesses, drives down the ability of businesses to do their job, which drives down the taxpayer dollars that you need to fund the city. It makes the cities dirtier. It makes the cities more difficult to manage in terms of both crime and in terms of disease. We've seen it here in Los Angeles, in Seattle, in San Francisco. Austin has their public camping ban relaxed. According to Christopher Paul, this homeless person, who again, has been homeless for five years since losing his graphic design job. He couldn't find any other job. He was working in graphic design. There are no jobs anywhere in the country for a guy who was doing graphic design for five years. Somehow I find this a little bit hard to believe. We have a 3.7% unemployment rate in this country. There, there is nothing law-abiding about loitering and trespassing on public property. Nothing. This is not about lack of sympathy for somebody who is homeless, particularly in the short term. But when you decide to make the decision to live on the street for five years when there are homeless shelters available in a bevy of cities, when you are, in fact, living on the street with all of your crap, presumably you are defecating in public because where else would you do it? My sympathy is with the taxpayers. My sympathy is with the businesses. My sympathy is with the law abiding in that community. That's right. No sympathy for the homeless. If you've, been ho- if you've chosen to be homeless for five years, that's on you, isn't it, folks? I mean, how many bad days can this guy have? Like I pointed out before, this is the guy when he was 20, wrote articles about how he was okay with the death of civilians in Iraq because fuck them. Am I right? This is a guy who's clearly a sociopath, does not give a shit about anybody. But of course, also, he is a millionaire who gets paid by billionaires to give talking points to poor people and con them into voting against their own best interests. That's this whole game here, right? But here's the funny part. He comes out having no sympathy for homeless people. You choose to be homeless. It's your fault. And then he fucking freaks out when um, one of the Koch brothers dies. David Koch died. And uh, Ben Shapiro, suddenly he has lots of sympathy. When it comes to billionaires, tons of fucking sympathy. But when it comes to fucking homeless people, nah. No sympathy for you. And Ben Shapiro's like, the glee over the death of David Koch, a serious philanthropist with libertarian political views, is a perfect example of how poisoning our politics have become. Oh, God. You fucking whiny goddamn piss baby motherfucker. So anyway, needless to say, he got roundly shit on for this, crucified all over the place, and Cody Johnston wouldn't have none of it. Cody Johnston was all over the fucking place owning everybody. Ben Shapiro is truly a special boy because he's the only other person on this website where, without fail, there's a tweet for everything. Well, maybe besides Trump. Trump also has that. But anyway, and he's shitting on him. The glee over the death of Coach is serious. So basically, don't don't take glee. Don't gloat when people die. But here he is. Travis Martin would be head toward 21 today if he hadn't taken a man's head and beat it into the pavement before being shot. So yeah, he's like celebrating the death. The death day of Travis Martin. The anniversary of Travis Martin's death. By blaming him for his own death. That seems kind of gleeful a little bit, doesn't it, Ventrio? Doesn't it? And uh, Michael Knowles is uh, doing the same thing. Fun quotes from recently deceased Howard Zinn. Only one request, only one question. When would Noam Chomsky join him? That, that's some more gleeful cheering on the death of people. And, and actually, cheerfully uh, cheering on the death of somebody who's not even dead yet. Noam Chomsky. This is, you know, this is the exact... Opposite of what you were saying people should do, right? You were making fun of people, taking glee over the death, and that's exactly what you do. You're even taking glee over the future death of somebody. So, giant piece of shit. 
member of the intellectual dark web, Ben Shapiro. And I want to say, just going to throw this out there, Joe Rogan's best friend. I have no knowledge of that. I'm just putting that out there as an entire rumor because Joe Rogan has not distanced himself from the intellectual dark web. And until he does that, uh, I think we should stick him with all this bullshit. All this should be landed at the feet of the most popular podcaster in the world who has helped, repeatedly fucking helped spread this ridiculous goddamn nonsense. Fuck you, Joe Rogan. Step up to the plate, motherfucker. And uh, Cody Johnson went on to shit on and roast Ben Shapiro even more by saying, which unfathomably wealthy people who actively did observable and lasting damage to the planet and culture are we allowed to say good riddance about? Hmm? Good question. Is it none? Can we not say it about anybody? None unfathomably wealthy people who actively did observable and lasting damage to the planet and culture? Really? We're not about to, we're not allowed to take glee in anybody's fucking death, no matter how fucking evil they were. How about Hitler? Can we be happy Hitler's dead? Can we be happy serial killers are dead? Can we be happy terrorists are dead? Osama bin Laden, can we be happy he's dead? Can we be happy to this goddamn guy who was worth him and his brother are worth a hundred billion dollars, and they use their money to repeatedly shit on this planet, make our society fucking worse, to interfere in our election process. These rich fucking assholes bought politicians. They bought our politics. They made the world worse. Why can we not fucking cheer they're dead? We should cheer these motherfuckers are dead. It's a great fucking day. It'll be an even greater day when his brother fucking drops dead. You both should be fucking dead. Society doesn't change the way it should simply by the marketplace of the idea, the marketplace of ideas and debate and trying to change people's mind with facts and logic. It just doesn't work that way. It seems like a lot of the parts that make society change for the better is when the old folks who have fucked shit up generation after generation die off because these motherfuckers are never going to change their mind. They're never going to do right. They're never going to turn up a new leaf. They have to fucking die off. And so... It's a good thing. This is how evolution works. No. These people have to die off so we can evolve. Happy day, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, The element cannot die fucking soon enough. And Cody Johnson goes on to shit on them even harder. It says, a lot of insensitive people, not considering that David Koch had grandchildren whose planet he also helped destroy. And yep, I don't feel sorry for David Koch's grandchildren because we're making fun of him for being dead. I feel sorry for him because their fucking grandfather did everything he could to make sure the future is destroyed for him, right? David Koch spent how many hundreds of millions of dollars fighting against uh, global warming? Not fighting against global warming, fighting against people believing global warming was true. The exact opposite of what our society needs. We need people who are Spending their money. Spending, I mean, imagine if you spent just a, a couple. They're worth $100 billion. Imagine if they just spent $20 billion doing something decent like trying to fight climate change. You know? How much better the world would have been for that? But no. Instead, they did the exact opposite. They used their money for evil. Every fucking step of the way. Evil, evil, evil. And yes, we should be happy they're dead, folks. And people like Ben Shapiro who are not happy they're dead. Well, he's not happy for a reason. Because these are his bosses. These are the rich billionaires who pay him who made him a million dollars to say the most horrible fucking shit so that idiots vote against their own best interests, right? And uh, even Dan Arrows from Three Arrows jumped into the fray. And he's like, I can't believe the people on my timeline openly celebrating the death of a human being 
just because he did as much as humanly possible to enrich the mega wealthy at the cost of human welfare. I dare you be happy that this evil motherfucker's dead, but nope. It's amazing. First thing that I can think of today that is not suboptimal. I guess we're moving on, but one thing I want to say about that is, folks, they're worth a hundred billion dollars. The Koch brothers, a hundred fucking billion dollars. There's no, nobody on earth that should have a hundred billion dollars. The system is so broken, so broken. And anybody who doesn't have a problem with this, they're your enemy, folks. They're your enemy. Having a billionaire class, having point oh 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 one percent of the population have more money than the bottom fifty percent, is not beneficial to society. I don't understand how anybody could fail to see this. Money is power. Okay? Each dollar is a fucking amazing amount of power. So when you have millions and millions of dollars to sway elections or to buy votes or to pay politicians to write laws the way you want them to be written, you have an immense amount of... You have so much power, so much more power than the average person. It's not even close. I mean, a billionaire... Compared to somebody like, like me, who has no money. I literally have no power compared to them. Zero percent power compared to a billionaire. And it's just not beneficial for our society to let such a small amount of people have all the fucking power and run everything. It's insanity, folks. We have to change things, like fucking tomorrow. But anyway, moving on to shitting on Tim Pool. Of course, the moment Piers Morgan says something horrible about the left, Tim Pool loves him. That's what Socialist Ninja says. Uh, Piers Morgan says something horrible about the left, and Timmy is instant fan. Remind me how he is on the left again? Yeah, not right. How can anybody believe Temple is on the left? I mean, every time anybody shits on the left, Temple is Johnny on the spot to suck their dick about it. Okay, it's just it's insulting at this point. Anybody that tells me that he is on the fucking left is it, it's going to trigger me. It's going to trigger me because you are insulting my intelligence. Now, look, you can insult me. You can say anything you want about me. There's lots of Completely legitimate things you can say about me. Talk about my mama if you want to. Talk about my dead daddy. Not going to offend me. But when you start insulting my intelligence, that does offend me. And uh, as Vadim points out, never let it be said that Tim Pool is unwilling to dialogue with those who are to the left of him. And Tim's going on Glenn Beck, of course, because that's where he belongs. He belongs in right-wing media because that's what he is. He's a right-wing media pundit. And uh, like I said, I'm not really sure anybody believes he's on the left anymore. I know he keeps saying it, but maybe no actually that's not true right because uh when i was arguing with shoe on head last time people were on shoe on head's threads telling her that tim pool and her were their two favorite leftists they're all conservatives of course every conservative but that's their favorite leftist for obviously reasons because they're not actually leftists they're actually on the right and i'm not saying shoe on head's the right i'm talking about tim pool but shoe on head's obviously her content mostly appeals to the right so who really gives a shit? She, she says she's on the left if most of our content appeals to the right. I mean, it, you are what you do, not what you say. And, uh, your actions speak louder than your words do. But Anyway, this is pretty funny. Uh, I guess this is a right-wing uh, journalist or whatever, and I guess he got uh, involved in some lawsuits and he's having little money problems and whatnot. So he has decided to sell, uh, I guess, some kind of, is it uh, pills or something? Some kind of fucking product. That he claims gonna make the women chase you like you're a fucking pork chop. Because that's what women do. They chase pork chops around. Um, I think this dude might have women confused with dogs. But anyway, let's have a listen. 
I'm going to give you a little tip, okay? So you get yourself a couple of cups of Beard Vet coffee down, and then you go in and you brush your teeth, and you grab some, you grab some lavender and black pepper beard oil. That was beard oil. A couple drops, put it all in there, you know? And I'm telling you, literally, women will chase you like you're a pork chop, all right? It's true. That's, 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 that's actually a proven scientific fact. We've got studies on this. It's just science, folks. We've proven that when you put this beard oil in your beard, women will chase you like a pork chop, just like they do to me. I have to beat women off with a stick. I get women all day and all night because of my beard oil. It's just science, folks, dude. Come on. Give me a fucking break. Women ain't chasing you. You are not a ladies' man. Women don't like you. Sorry, I can just tell. Like, I can tell. Like, you just, you give all that tiny dick energy, all right? Is there anybody that fucking believes this guy when he says this? Is there anybody going out and buying beard oil because you really think women are going to chase you because this guy said so? How desperate and pathetic do these right-wing idiots have to fucking be? It's just sad at this point. I'm not even mad at him. I just feel bad for him. Dudes, like, this ain't it. I just, I need to do a video. I don't, there's a part of me that don't want to do this because I don't want to sing braggartly. But I actually do feel sorry for him. Like the bagel boss guy and this guy and incels and stuff that just can't get women because it ain't that hard. And I just feel like sometimes I just want to do a video just explaining to people how you get women. But it, it'll it seem braggartly and it'll seem like a, like a pickup artist bullshit. And it'll, it'll probably come off as cringe. I don't do that. But damn, it's just not that hard, dudes. It's just sad how, how pathetic you are. And uh, anyway, let's take a break and read the chats real quick. What you guys think about that? You guys want to jump on that guy's dick immediately? Because you can just imagine how delicious his beard oil smells. Women chase pork chops. I know, right? Not that I've ever heard of, you know. I did not know, like, women even like pork chops that much. i never been out on a date and had a woman order a fucking pork chop. That's for damn sure. Pork chops are kind of cheap, right? It's like the cheapest cut of meat. I just feel superior to these chuds. I mean, how could you not? How could anybody not fucking feel superior to these dudes? It's just really sad. She was a token left for the right. Yes, I know, like Tim Pool is. It's obvious. But, uh, yeah. a lot of people on the left support him, so what can you do? Well, not Tim Pool. No one on the left that I know supports Tim Pool, but a lot of lefties do support you, so. Hey, good for her. You cannot ethically be a billionaire. I totally agree. There are no ethical billionaires in the world. It's, uh, obvious. Why being a billionaire is bad for society, and if you choose to do it, then you're just a piece of shit, you know? Powerful old man, Dusty Logic. Yep. Don't I know it. Uh, let's check the super chats real quick. Doesn't Judaism have something in it about looking after the less fortunate and condemning those... Uh, I can't read the bottom. Pass unjust laws. Yeah, I mean... Isn't that what Jesus said? That's not Judaism, I know, but... And the New Testament, Jesus specifically said, give all your shit away, you know, help the poor. But they don't follow any of that shit. Who gives a shit, you know? And I guess you're saying Judaism because that's uh, Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro's not a Christian. He's a Jew. But, yep, lots of that in there, but they don't give a shit about that either. Like I said, he's just a millionaire that's paid by billionaires to con uneducated doofs. And it's working beautifully. Unfortunately, he's also inspiring mass murderers, which is not amazing. But, anyway... Mav Strike, give me a dollar. Thank you, Mav Strike. D Doctor is a 15. American civilization stole. Oh, I already read that. All right. More super chats, please. Light blood of the show. Super chat. Do it. Do it. All right. Hey, my rich uncle for Norway. I'll read that when I get back. 
rich uncle from Norway. I'll save you for first. Love my rich uncle from Norway. Um, uh, let's do the video section. We're already an hour 25 or hour 15 into the show, so we should probably do the video section. Oh, I'm gonna, did I shut my fucking video section down? God damn this. Here we go. All right, video section. Video section. Just imagine an awesome graphic for videos going on right now. Videos. Podcast. Videos. Boom. See, I don't even fucking need graphics. I can just describe that shit to you. It's the same goddamn shit. All right. Uh, trigger warning. I want to warn you, folks. Let me change my filter first. But this first video, folks, like if if like you're a uh, squeamish about violence, you might not want to watch this. You might want to think about uh. Nope, that's not good. I guess I'll be a fox guy. I like this one for some reason. I like the way it makes my eyes look. My eyes look badass. I'm a fox goddess. All right. So. If you're squeamish about violence at all, you might not want to watch this. Uh, it's about it'll be about five minutes. We'll take a look at this. In or one less, swift move, she tried to end this man's life. So anyway, um, apparently this is a transgender woman, or I guess a man now because after this happened, uh, I don't know what pronoun to use because he was a cis man and then he, she transitioned into female and now. He is transitioning back into male, so is he the proper pronoun in this situation? Very confusing. Uh, definitely passes. I would have known that uh, he was a, a she trans. I don't know. I'm trying to do the best I can with this, folks. Um, but anyway, apparently uh, he, she is nuts. And um, watch this shit. And once again, warning, graphic violence. In one swift move, she tried to end this yeah. man's life. She has a fucking axe in her hand. She walked in a goddamn service station and starts smacking people with a giant fucking axe. Excessive, but her punishment wasn't. Labeled manifestly inadequate by the appeals court. Each victim believed that he or she was going to die, it said. The sentence did not recognize in any real way the harm done. The harm caused to Benjamin Rimmer, or to Sharon Hacker, whose dreadlocks cushioned the blow she copped to the back of her head inside a 7-Eleven store at Enmore in 2017. Keep going on and living, you know, because that's the chance that I was afforded after this. And Shane Redwood, attacked nearby. Amati was initially handed a minimum four-and-a-half-year jail sentence, despite the fact she... Four-and-a-half years for walking in with a fucking axe and trying to kill people with it. Hell to the knob at all that bullshit. She made concerted efforts to kill each of them. Today, that was increased to a minimum of eight shit. years, almost She's double. With an a axe Holy shit. One judge wanted to go even further. Justice Peter Johnson wanted Evie Amati to spend up to 15 years behind bars with a non parole period of nine years, but he was outnumbered by the two other judges considering the appeal. Although jail is not the perfect solution, it's a better solution than being left in a life that you're not happy with. Amati, who transition from male to female is now reportedly in the process of reverting back to male. Instead of being released in two years, she'll now be eligible for parole in 2025. Leonie Ryan, 7 News. Lock them up. I guess I'll use them. Lock them up for fucking ever, dude. That person's obviously fucking crazy as shit. Should not be put back on the street. Holy shit. That's some wacky goddamn shit right there. Um... And speaking of pieces of fucking shit, this is a uh, 
peak example of toxic masculinity. Oddly thug is behind bars tonight after losing a battle to reduce his jail sentence for a sickening street attack. The judge found Ryan Wells showed little remorse for the random king hit on a stranger. Ryan Wells walked into court thinking he'd Shit. got away with a coward punch, but a judge made sure he didn't walk out. Wells had... Look, they're just, he's walking around with his buddies. They're just walking along the street, and he's just this big guy, obviously this fucking big bully guy. No telling how many people he's bullied, beat up in his fucking life because he's just a fucking toxic, masculine piece of shit. And this guy's just walking along, minding his own business, and gonna walk by him and fucking floor this guy with an elbow for no fucking reason other than he's just a piece of shit. Consumed more than 10 standard drinks when he viciously elbowed a man walking toward him at Frankston. Just no reason. Just innocent bystander. (laughs) I'm a big tough guy. I'm just going to elbow this guy in the face for no reason. (laughs) Look how tough I am. I'm a man. I'm so manly. Look at me. Look at him as friends. They laugh as they do it and walk off. Knocked the stranger to the ground before stepping over his victim and laughing with his... <laughs> oh, that was so hilarious. You're so awesome for punching an innocent bystander. What a man you are. Look how big you are. <laughs> nah, motherfucker. Oh, God. I hope you do so much jail time and I hope it's bad. I hope it's real bad. And I don't hope you get raped because I don't think, like, uh, hoping people get raped in jail as punishment for what they've done is, is, is right. I think that's fucking evil as shit. But I do hope you have a bad time. I hope it smells bad every day. I hope your fucking jail cellmates are loud and you can't sleep. I hope every fucking goddamn day you think about what a fucking piece of shit you are. About how much you deserve to be right where you fucking are, man. But it won't. It won't. He'll get out of jail and he'll still be a giant fucking piece of shit because, like, leopards usually don't change their spots. I mean, people can change, but I doubt this motherfucker's going to. God damn you, you fucking piece of shit. God! That's when I carry a knife. Oh, it would have done any good. Except, you know, I guess I could have got off all the ground and stabbed him afterwards. Because, you know, you can't... There's no way you could have expected this guy just going to punch you out of the fucking blue. But shit! Angers me. Well, anyway, he in jail for a little bit. They didn't really give him too much jail time. That kind of stuff makes me mad as fuck. Hell to the knock. And, uh... We don't really cover nutty Christian shit anymore, but, uh, yeah. This is why I ain't a fucking Christian, dude. What is wrong with these people? Look, touch them. Ah! Oh, preacher touched me! Ah! And, like, I watch this stuff, and I wonder, like, I mean, I guess the reason they're doing this is because they just are so pathetic, and they want to belong so bad. They want to feel like they're a part of something so bad. And I guess maybe they look up to this preacher like he's a hero so bad, and they just convince themselves that there's some kind of godlike power here. Because it makes them feel good about themselves. It also makes them have some place they can belong. Uh, I guess it's like, you know, why people at hypnotist shows go along with the hypnotist and whatnot. But it's just, these people have to know that this is not real, right? They have to know, but just watch how crazy they are. Look at these nuts, man. They're just insane. And you can imagine, like, it's very easy to understand why preachers go to sexually abuse kids and, and women and whatnot. Because you, you can imagine the power they must feel when they do stuff like this. The power they must feel they have over people when they can just touch them and make them freak out, make them act like this. And this guy knows he doesn't have any power. He knows that he has, you know, he, he's not divinely gifted with anything from God. He knows he's a con man. 
but yet people are still behaving like this. So he must feel like he just, he's like a godlike, his godlike power over these fucking idiots. And, you know, he clearly has no respect for them because how could you, if you know that you're not a fucking man of God, if you know you're a con man, and you know these people are still behaving like this anyway, regardless of the fact that you're not divinely inspired, you would have no fucking respect for these people at all. You would have no problem fleecing them for every dollar you can get out of them, which is exactly what they fucking do, right? But I don't know, man. Who is sadder? These people are the, the the incels. Maybe these people. These people may be even sadder than incels at this point. But anyway, just depressing to see millionaires get rich off this kind of stupid bullshit. And here's another crazy video. So we start this video with a knockout. So when we start, the dude's already on the ground being knocked out. And I don't know what happened up to this point. But uh, I have some guesses. This dude's clearly drunk as fuck. And this dude's messing with a shirtless guy he shouldn't have messed with. And so the shirtless guy knocks him the fuck out. So that's where the video starts with. Oh, that's it. Problem solved. Yep. Problem solved. He out like a light. But this drunk dude can't take you got knocked the fuck out for an answer. So he stumbles up, stumbling around, and he's stumbling. Yeah, he got punched, but he's stumbling, I think, because he's pretty drunk, too. He got multiple problems. But, like, he's like, no, motherfucker, you know me, I gotta get my get back. And so he gotta go back into this place this guy is, and he gonna go back in there, and he gonna get his get back. And they're telling him, go home, dude, go home. And this dude's telling him, I done fucked you up once, dude, you need to leave me the fuck alone. You, I'm telling you, you need to get the fuck away from me. I've explained this. Like, go home, dude. Dude, you're drunk. Go home. Bad thing's gonna happen. He's like, no. You knocked me out. I gotta knock you out now, because that's gonna happen. That's real life. And the dude's like, motherfucker, okay. Alright. Well, yep, now you're knocked out again. Yep. Oh, and then, oh, that was a nice nut shot right there. I gotta give it to him. Let's look at that again. That was a good... Oh, shit. Now, that was right in the fucking, I want to call it coin purse, but that's not your coin purse. That's your fucking natch, right? And so, yeah, that dude's got to be hurt. So, at this point, I don't think the dude wants any more. He's standing up. His nuts got to be fucking killing him. He barely stumbled around, and he's like, okay, yeah, I, I, I better quit. And you better quit, dude. Take your drunk ass home. It ain't going well for you. And next up... It's a modern love story. This one comes up. This is like a... In a way, this is even a better love story than Twilight, sadly. So, he uses a drone to catch his wife cheating. Yeah, so this dude, uh, he's a professional drone operator. And he's like, hmm, I wonder if my wife is a cheating hoe bag. I better use my drone to follow her. And so she apparently walks to work or some shit. So he had a drone follow her when she was walking to work, right? Watch carefully. You're going to be able to see 18 years. Go right down the drain. John, who asked us not to reveal his last name, lost it as he watched his wife lean into the car and kiss another man. Here it comes. There it goes. Boom. 18 years. Yep. So he pissed. As she, as she was walking to work, she takes a little detour and he follows her and he goes to the parking lot and he sees her going and up to this guy's car and kissing her and boom, into their marriage. And of course, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit because if I play too much of this, Inside the Edition is going to copyright claim my video. They're already going to do it anyway, so it's not even really matter. But anyway... So then they interview her, and she's like, I wasn't even doing nothing. I just met this guy. This is like the first time I ever met him, and we didn't have sex or nothing. Two or three. Yeah, about that. Did you kiss him? Not like an intimate kisser, just like a peck. Did you sleep with him? 
Mm-hmm. The next day, sure when her husband didn't. confronted her with the drone video, Donna tried to explain that it was just the beginning of a flirtation that would never have developed into a full-blown affair. Mm-hmm. But her husband found that hard to believe. Uh-huh. What did she say? She was like crying. I said, you don't get to cry. You, know, you don't get to cry. You don't want to mess up. Why are you crying? I should be crying. As far as he was concerned, the marriage was over. It's over. You cheated on me. Except he took her back. And he's like, ah. If anything, her cheating on me made our marriage even stronger. Really? Really, dude. Her cheating on you made the marriage stronger. Uh, doubt. That saved their marriage by putting an end to Donna's secret relationship before it truly got serious. If I hadn't sent that grown up and saw what happened, I believe that the situation would have gotten more intimate. What do you want the world to know? I guess that people aren't perfect. People deserve second chances. This man really loves you. I know. I know. I'm going to be sure I look up next time before I cheat on him. I'm going to make sure there are no fucking drones anywhere before I go suck a dude's dick in the parking lot next time. Seriously. So, I don't know. Poor dude. But at the same time, eh. So, this is one that went viral. Apparently, this chick is running for, like, city council in Maryland and some shit. And she racist as fuck. She don't believe that a foreigner should be able to come to our country, and she don't believe that blacks and whites should be able to date each other, get married and shit, and she ain't ashamed to say so, man. She is telling the quiet parts out loud, and uh, she ain't trying to hide it at all. Why do you think Marysville should stay white? Um... want to happen with Marysville you didn't you wanted it to stay a certain way tell us about that well we like Marysville the way it is but as far as having um um a black couple moving in we have no problem with that um but where it's wrong is when you have uh, a white a white woman and a black husband a white wife and a black husband Together, that's wrong, and vice versa. Well, and why is that? It's simple. What? It's simply against the Bible. Like I was telling her, uh, God created Adam and Eve, same kind, same race all around. How the fuck did the Bible doesn't mention anything about their race? What the fuck? The first human beings on the planet were goddamn Africans. They were black. So if God created Adam and Eve, they probably were black dudes, right? What the fuck is happening here? That's how he wants that. He's our example. Uh-oh. What happened? What happened? Oh, I guess it went black. It is. We moved, when we moved here, uh, we didn't know anything about it initially. And um, we have just been comfortable with the way it is. What about my brother? He's black and his wife is white and Asian. I have to think about that one. I would say right now, uh, that's a mixed marriage, no. What about me? I'm English and my wife's Canadian. <laughs> so she's foreign. Uh, my question would be, um, isn't that how Canada got started? Well, no, the question is, can we live in Marysville? Um, I don't know why not. Your wife, and that's nurse. another problem. Um, what our students are learning today it has nothing to do with how this country came about. Years ago with the English coming here, they don't know anything about that. Your, your family is from Germany, right? Way back. 
if a German white person wanted to come to America now and move to Marysville, what would you say? I wouldn't see anything wrong with that. So your issue is not so much with foreign people, but foreign people who are not white. Um, um hmm, oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, gotcha. And then she's got a bad check. Well, no, maybe I wouldn't allow them in now. So now that you take, put it that way. Hmm. Hmm. Right now I'm going to say no to that. No, that no to a white German person? Um... To give, I would need to give it some thought, but right now, at this very moment, I would say no. No, to someone like you, yourself, who came here, your family immigrated here from Germany years ago, you would say no? They came here for a better life? I'm not sure what their situation was at the time. <laughs> I'm not sure if they came here for a better life. Maybe they came for a worse life. It's possible, so uh, don't say that to me, but yeah. Nice wig, you old bitty. How do you think old Mary's fucking racist bitty. Uh, God damn it. <sighs> this is why we can't have nice things, people. People are like, racism doesn't exist anymore. Bull fucking shit, adults. I live in Mississippi. I hang around white people, and I know what they say when they're all together. No black folks around. And let me tell you, they're racist. Shocker, folks. Really, really, really fucking racist. So, she's just saying it out loud. You ain't supposed to do that shit. You're supposed to keep that shit to yourself and be racist in private like every fucking body else. And here's a goddamn idiot. This idiot just breaking into this fucking cash register right there in front of the dude. I guess they're at some kind of pizza shop. Maybe that's a little Caesar pizza or something or whatnot. Dude just runs in with the fucking tire tool, starts breaking in, and the employee's just standing there watching him. The employee's like, I don't get paid enough for this shit. He's even telling anybody else, don't get involved. I'm just going to record it. I'm just going to record this dude. And the dude can barely get into anything. And the dude's making fun of him the whole time. They're literally calling the cops right there in front of the guy's face, and he's just sitting there doing it, not giving a shit about it. No, bro, I'll just work here, bro. <laughs> they're, they're like, why don't you guys just beat the shit out of this dude? And they're like, hey, we just work here. I'm not getting fired over this guy. So let him do what he can do. The police handle it. I ain't worried about it. That's the way you handle that shit. You don't get paid enough. You get paid minimum wage. You get paid enough to fuck with people like this. That's all you're getting, bro? $60, bro? Take that yeah. whole shit. Let me get something. You're going to go to jail for years over $60, bro? And here's the yeah. funny part. Then the guy going to come back and try to wipe this cash register down with this. That's all you're going to take, Don't touch nothing. Don't touch nothing. Leaves, then he comes back. Oh, yeah, I need to wipe this shit down with my shirt. <laughs> You're on video, motherfucker. They're literally recording you. What are you talking about? It don't fucking matter. You wipe that shit down. Knowing you don't get all the fingerprints anyway, even if you do wipe it, but still. It's the dumbest fucking criminals ever. I don't know if this other guy's with him. I guess there's two of them. Maybe they're not together. I don't know. Maybe you just followed him. Oh, I guess he's not. He's just like watching it happen, thinking about getting involved. Yo, the store is shut down. The store is shut down. The store is shut down. Get out of here, dude. We just got robbed. We ain't got no fucking cash. You just robbed us. Anyway, I'm sure they put that motherfucker in jail because that was stupid as shit. Let me wipe the fucking prints off, even though I'm on security game and video and everything. And here's an old bitty who uh, decided to rip this black girl's sign out of her hands, and then uh, she caught the hands. So. I love the shot look on her face. Yeah, don't do this. Ribbon. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, you took a couple punches. A little left right there in your face. Acting all shit. Oh my god, she just punched me. I'm a victim. Nah, bitch. Stand out of her face. Don't be ripping shit out of her hands. Don't start now. It won't be nothing. Oldest game in the book. Let's take a, oh, yep. That was a good little punch right there. Right in the fucking noggin. What did we learn? What did we learn? Why do I get to feel like her name is Karen? And, uh, here's a crazy story. This woman stole her fucking car back. Oh, at Applebee's, and my heart's racing. I got this beer. This woman has been monitoring a thief who stole her car and her wallet by tracking the credit card purchases. Anyway, so she goes, and she arrests the girl. She gets the cops and tracks her to Applebee's. And she got her fucking purse and her wallet on her. Sure. Sure, we have you on camera. Poor little victim car thief that used Unleashed Pet Rescue's card to buy... You go, girl. We're going to finish it off with this one. This guy made a huge mistake. So this is this, this, this incredibly cowardly motherfucker. He's arguing with this guy. And he waits till the subway doors are shutting, and then he spits in the guy's face, thinking the subway doors are going to shut, and the guy's going to get, like, you know, driven off, and he doesn't have to fucking worry about him, and he'd be a goddamn coward. So look, he waits, and then spit as soon as the doors close. And the guy's like, oh, hell no, nah. you did not just fucking spit on me, and he tries to open it. And so as he's doing it, the guy takes the opportunity to spit on him again. One more, spit right in his face. He's like, yeah, you ain't going to get those doors open, motherfucker. Who do you think you are? You're just a human being. Human beings can't break these doors open. You bet the driveway, you got spit on twice. I owned your ass. But this dude ain't fucking having it. This dude's the goddamn hook. Oh, there he goes, busted open. It's at this moment that this dude realized he done fucked up. This dude just broke the fucking doors open. You in trouble, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Take your beating. Beat that motherfucker. That's right. That's what happened to you. Uh-huh. Oof. 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 Out like a light. He's spitting his face. Yeah. He's spitting his face. Yeah. What did we learn? Once again, mistakes were made. Yep. Yep. Not very brave anymore, are you? So, anyway... Long story short, don't spit on people's faces in the subway thinking that they're going to get driven away because they might just open those doors and beat the ever-loving fuck out of you exactly as they should. So anyway, that's the video segment. Hope you guys fucking enjoyed that shit. We rocked it out. We found a new fucking filter. How about this one? A little geeky. <laughs> What's up, guys? My name's Dutch Smith. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Hopefully we put on a good show for you guys. And uh, Yeah, if there's any ladies out there hook up let me know um i'm not very good in bed but i will do my best and try so thank you very much give me your give me your attention please here comes king kong i know right king kong i got nothing on that motherfucker beth is a fat girl's name oh don't make fun of the fat girls uh fuck yes that was beautiful totally beautiful justice gotta love justice even though it usually doesn't exist my brain hurts from this my brain always hurts from all of this that was great that was great all right Read that now. Now for some super chat. Super chat. Oh, my rich uncle from Norway, who's my favorite person on the planet. Keep up, God, Kavid, mine, Werner. Okay. I, I recognize the word God and the word mine, although I don't know if the word mine means the same thing in Norway as it means in America. So, uh, I'm going to just try to figure out what this says. God, mine, I'm going to guess this has something to do with God mining my asshole with his big cock. So, thank you, Rich Uncle from Norway. I appreciate that. 
I will let God mine my asshole with a teachcock in the future. And D-Dog 2015, I think it was James Randi who revealed that these guys have earpieces to know people's life stories and the folks have spaz attacks are in on it. That's possible. Man, there's a lot of people to be in on it, though. I don't think everybody who's in on that shit or, or who goes along with that shit is actually in on it from the beginning. I think a lot of them are just brainwashed and shit. But it could be. I mean, I know you're right. A lot of them do, like, have earpieces and stuff, and they are fake, so good point. H.S. Ross, $5. I wonder if, upon explaining to Shapiro in relation to homeless shelters that many cannot go there and many would rather die, he would pull a literal scourge or scrooge and say, then they had better die and decrease the surplus population. Yep, he doesn't give a shit about their lives. He's a typical conservative. They care about babies until they're born. And then once they're born, you know, fuck you. It's on your own. And uh, if you have a bad life, it's your fault. 100% your fault. Everybody can pick themselves up by their bootstraps and make something of themselves, right? The the playing field is completely level for everybody. And everybody has the same opportunities, but obviously not. I mean, it's just stupid, right? It's this fantasy they keep selling us so that we will not do anything about the system, not change anything. But, you know, more of our people are seeing through it every day. Uh, and hopefully we'll rise up and fight back against it. Uh, I don't know. Doesn't seem to be happening very fast, but uh, I, I just got to stay optimistic, and hopefully you guys will too. And H.S. Uh, Ross says, have you heard about the Extinction Rebellion? Some complain about their direct action tactics, but they seem to have gotten good results so far with getting the U.K. government to declare a climate emergency. Nope, never heard of the Extinction Rebellion. But it sounds good if they're actually getting somebody to do something about climate change. I know Bernie Sanders has a really bold plan in place, and I you know, hope you can get him in there and do it. Extinction Rebellion is a socio-political movement with the stated aim of using civil disobedience and nonviolent resistance to protest against climate breakdown, biodiversity loss, and the risk of social and economic collapse. So that sounds like a very good thing to do. I'm on board for, with that for sure. We need more people who are willing to actually, you know, put their actions where their rhetoric is. Lane Diggity, $5. Thank you for your show. Hey, thank you for tuning in, Lane. I really appreciate it. Also, thank you for putting me on The Boys on Prime. That's such a great show. God damn it. One thing I have new episodes of The Boys. Hurry up, Amazon. Can't believe I'm supporting a billion-dollar company like that. But uh, it is a good show, so what you going to do? Ain't my fault. And uh, apparently, they got uh, Sean Spicer. Spicy Spice. Apparently, he's going to be on... Dancing with the Stars, fuck you, ABC, this is goddamn ridiculous, Sean Spicer, whose job was literally to lie to the American people, literally stood up there, shamelessly lied to the American people, has made no effort whatsoever to make amends of the things he's done, made no effort to correct the record of all the lies he told and, and how he de-evolved our country, he is a piece of fucking shit who hurt people, who hurt our society, an evil man who has hurt our country, and yes, let's put him on ABC and revamp his image. Make it look like, oh, he's a good guy. He's a nice guy. No, he's not a fucking nice guy. He's not a good guy. Especially since he's never made amends for anything. He's never owned up to the shit he's done and the lies he told and try to correct the record. If you don't do that, how can you be given redemption? This is my shoe on head argument all over again. How the fuck can she have redemption for platforming Lauren Southern or everything? How does she get redemption for everything without even owning up to it or trying to make an amends for the public harm she's done? And that's the same with Sean Spicer, right? How the fuck? You can't, in my opinion. You have to try to make it right. So fuck ABC and everybody's mad about ABC putting on there. And they should be. They're trying to rehabilitate this guy's image and it should not be done until at least he owns up to his shit and corrects the record and, and tries to get redemption the right way. But uh, 
he responded to the uh, backlash by saying, I hope it will be a politics-free zone. And yeah, bitch, lots of gay people wanted a politics-free zone for their marriage, but uh, you directly helped that not to happen. Uh, lots of trans folks wanted a politics-free zone for their bathroom, but you directly helped that not to happen. I wanted a politics-free zone for my own uterus, but you helped that not to happen with your lies and propaganda and dishonesty. Funny how that didn't work. Yeah, you fucking piece of shit. It is political. Because you're a fucking political hack who helped bad things to happen to real people. And no, you shouldn't be celebrated and treated like you're a good guy who, you know, you made some mistakes, but you made... No, you haven't. You're still a fucking asshole, and ABC's a fucking piece of shit for having you on there. Boycott ABC! Fuck them! Although I was never going to watch the show anyway, but still. And uh, Kyle Griffin says, By inviting Sean Spicer to be a part of the new season, ABC and Dancing with the Stars are helping normalize the behavior that is undermining the pillars of our democracy. Exactly right! They don't give a fuck, though, because he's going to get some ratings. We're going to make a little more money. So who gives a fuck if we normalize this complete fucking asshole and make it to where, like, other people who come after them will see, hey, I can lie for the president. I can lie to the American people. I can put out propaganda. And then a couple years later, it will be like it never happened. They'll have me celebrate me on ABC. I'll be a fucking celebrity. I will take no repercussions for this whatsoever. In fact, I'll be fucking rewarded for it. That's exactly what you're doing, ABC. You're rewarding this bad fucking behavior, and you're sending a goddamn message to everybody that comes after this that this is exactly what will happen to them, too. Nothing. They'll be rewarded for it. So fuck you for this. Shame. For shame. A pox on your fucking house. And is there anything more capitalistic than marketing freedom? Tommy Lauren's got this ugly, incredibly ugly-ass new clothing line out there called Freedom. Right-wing fashion. Look as though America threw up on you. That should be a good sign that even America's sick on you. I I know, right? But still, how is this not disrespectful to America? How is wearing a flag on your coochie not disrespectful to America? Seriously. It just doesn't make any sense. How does making money off the flag make you a patriot? It doesn't. It makes you, well, I mean, maybe it does. It makes you, I say American patriot because America is all about capitalism. And this is the peak of fucking capitalism. So I guess I can see it in that way. But it's just like, it's cringe, right? Just conning idiots into believing, huh, look what an American I am. I paid way too much money for these leggings. I'm such a fucking patriot. And as uh, Brain Genius points out, Tommy Lawrence clothing is so ugly. And expensive. These leggings are $89. $89 for this. And look at this ugly ass top, man. Looking like a ghetto version of Wonder Woman from the 70s. It's just fucking horrible. And look, you can stuff your gun in it. Hey, ladies, you can shoot yourself in the vagina. You can blow your clitoris off. Hey, do your own female genital mutilation. So cringe. But yep, she'll make a million dollars because goddamn conservatives are just dumb as fucking dog shit, aren't they? Will buy anything. And uh, on a happier note, I thought this was kind of fucking cool. You got to love science, right? This is uh, hydrophobic sand, which I guess it means that this sand uh, completely repels water. And it uh, doesn't like mix with water in any way. So you pour it into the water and it just like all piles up on each other. It looks almost metallic and shit. But then he gets the spoon and he brings it out of the water. And the moment it gets out of the water, it turns right back to sand because it doesn't mix with the water at all. So look at that. Isn't that cool as shit? Right back to the sand. Hells yeah, I love science. Science fucking rocks, dude. More science, less religion. And, uh, dude, I know this has got to be a joke or something, but holy shit, this is pretty funny. 
Amanda Holden wins 2019 Rear of the Year Award for a shapely and well-toned bum. Apparently, this is a real thing. They had votes and everything, and this woman won the votes for nicest butt. This woman won the votes for nicest butts. What? Where that? What are you even talking about? How is that the nicest butt? That's a flat ass. Like, totally flat. Like, and then it, it, what was funny is the goddamn responses to this. All the responses <laughs> were funny. Y'all serious? Uh, who else was nominated? Yeah, I vote myself. Yeah, this dude has a way better ass. Look at that dude's ass. At least it ain't flat. And uh, hello, officers. Yes. <laughs> Wilded. And look, yep, some way better examples. Like, where that? Where that ass at? Who the fuck? And, uh, yeah, what? Uh, yep, scratching head. My thought exactly. Uh, yeah. Like, this girl winning. Ass of the year! No, pancake of the year. Yep, <laughs> Tank Hill's ass. <laughs> he needs some butt implants. Poor Hank can't even ride his lawnmower because his butt is too small and sore and shit. I don't have that problem with my big ol' ass. Dusty got junk! I used to have a bigger ass, but it's smaller than it used to be. And then <laughs> Bubbles is like, uh, what? What the fuck? There's some fuckery going on here. And yeah, white people, you were starting. That brainwashing won't work here, I know, right? But anyway, I thought it was funny. Gotta be a troll, though. Seriously. What in the hell? And, uh. Here's one for my buddy Tim Blake. Tim Blake? Yeah, Alyssa Milano, dude. Remember when I was young, man? Alyssa Milano was so hot. Oh, God. I must have masturbated to Alyssa Milano so many times. So fucking hot on who's the boss. Alyssa Milano. Oh, my God. But anyway, she apparently is sort of stupid now. And uh, she's mad that people are happy about David Koch's death. And uh, she likes celebrating a man's death while fighting to abolish the death penalty is a bad look for Democrats humans. No, it's not. The fuck are you talking about? That's nothing to do with it. We didn't kill him. He wasn't killed by the state. He fucking died of natural causes. It's completely acceptable to be happy about a fucking dickhead who made the world worse, who died of natural causes. The fuck are you even talking about? So if Hitler dies, you're going to be like, oh my God, being happy Hitler died is just as bad as fucking wanting the death penalty to be. It's so stupid. Like the whole thing's stupid. And Tim Blake said, so uh, this makes zero sense. It wasn't any of us that killed him. The dude died. Like people regularly do. What does that have to do with the death penalty, which is a societal imposition of death? Nothing. Has nothing to do with it. Alyssa Milano just talking out of her fucking ass, trying to virtual signal. I hate that word, but that seems kind of what she's kind of doing. And uh, I missed this one from Cody Johnson earlier, but Cody Johnson, he giving everybody shit. Cody Johnson just having everybody. It isn't surprising or ghoulish to laugh at the deaths of powerful figures in a society where the only way powerful people are held remotely accountable for war crimes and environmental destruction is by them growing old and rich and then dying exactly right. There's no justice any other way. No one holds them responsible for anything. No one's held them responsible for the years and years of spending hundreds of millions of dollars trying to make people think climate change was a hoax. The thing that's going to destroy our planet, right? No one fucking held them accountable when they used their billions to buy politicians and to write laws that made themselves more millions of dollars and more billions of dollars. No one fucking held them accountable. The only thing that held them accountable is fucking nature. The natural course of death that happens to everybody when it finally happens to these evil pieces of shit. Yes! We fucking rejoice because it's a happy day. It's the only way justice can ever fucking happen. So fuck off. Quit pretending like we're supposed to be upset about this goddamn asshole's death. And uh, Stephen King, Stephen King is fucking dead on. Stephen King probably my uh, 
My favorite author of all time. I've read so many Stephen King books. Actually, in, uh, if you read my book that I wrote, uh, Seven Daily Sins, I actually dedicated that book to Stephen King. Now, of course, I did it, hoping that he would read it and then like give me a shout out and I would make millions of dollars because he would be my best friend because I uh, dedicated my book to him and uh, he didn't even notice because the book sucked and he could obviously see through my uh, ridiculous attempts to make money off his name. But other than that, it was a really, really sweet gesture on my part. Anyway, Stephen King says, David Koch has left the building without cash, credit cards, or checking accounts, as we all do. And that's exactly right. Like I said, they're worth $100 billion. Imagine if he took his $50 billion and he used it to combat world hunger or give people health care or combat global warming or do anything. Left a legacy for himself that made himself look like a decent human being instead of the giant devilish piece of shit he is. But no, they didn't. He left the earth with... $50 $50 billion in the bank account and everybody thinking he was a ghoulish asshole. Let this be a lesson to you billionaires out there. Is this really the legacy you want to leave? Because you can't take it with you. You're going to die and all these billions of dollars are going to go to somebody else. All this fucking money you hoarded and built up and fretted about your whole life and worked so hard to make sure you could keep every dime for yourself and the government didn't get any of it and the, the bar- darkies and the brownies definitely don't get any of your money. Nobody that needs it gets any of your money. You keep it all to yourself and then you're dead. And then you're dead. And for the rest of history, everybody thinks you're a fucking shithead. Congratulations! You win, I guess! But no, you didn't. You lost as bad as any human that could ever fucking lose the game of life. And, uh... All you billionaires need to start thinking about it! And speaking of that, how much money does Stephen King have? I don't know, Stephen King. You giving your money away, Stephen King? Gotta keep you honest there. I love you, Stephen King, but you gotta be honest. You pretty rich too, dude. I mean, you pick a new filter here. What filter do we want? I wish they had some new filters, man. They really got to have some good filters out there. I'll just be the devil. My red eyes. Hell yeah, red eye duster. Get this fucking thing off. It's my ears. Mm. All right, we're up. Oh, got about 10 minutes in the show. Maybe I do a little extra tonight. Anybody want to see me do extra tonight? Maybe a goal extra 30 minutes. I got so much material to cover. I didn't cover all the material in my last show, and I still got more material in this show to cover. Yeah, mid-90s, Milano, 100%. Good God, hot. So hot. So high, I had to try to scroll back up on Dusty screen. I know, right? That's the way I would be if I smoke weed. But uh, I don't smoke weed before the show because I do not want to be out of my goddamn gourd when I'm doing this. Half-dead Coke, brothers, I know, right? Halfway there. One to go. David Coke died too old, I know, right? He should have died in the womb. Talking about a ringing endorsement for abortion. Colton does say, yes, do extra and show some kittens already. Here's the problem. I'm bringing the kitties in here, all right? So we have two different sections of kitties. Uh, one is in one section of the house and the other is in the other section of the house. And they don't normally come in this room because this room has things that are easily ripped to shreds and whatnot. And there's lots of bright lights in here and noises and stuff. So we bring the cats in here or the dogs in here and they're not used to being in here. And then I try to grab them and put them on camera. They're not that happy about it. There are only a few of them that are actually uh, comfortable enough to be held within this strange environment on camera. And so uh, that's why I don't bring, that's why I usually bring the same one in here. Usually it's like Penguin or Div or something because that's the only ones that are like camera ready. So uh, easier than said than done with you guys. But uh, maybe we'll bring in Diva or something. Love, listen to me ramble. I don't ramble. Everything I say is scripted. Definitely not off the top of my head. Is uh, pissing on his grave celebrating? I wish I knew where that grave was. Somebody should shit on that fucking grave. Fuck that, dude. 
I want kitties. It's always the same kitties, though. You guys get sick of the same kitties, and the rest of them will scratch my eyes out if I bring them in here. So, all right. Let's do the super chat. Super chat. Some grumpy leftist says, uh, will fires in the Amazon, mostly being linked to cattle, trigger large conversations about the sustainability of the meat industry and capitalism? I hope so, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Here's a Miss Diva. Miss Diva, even though she was big and feral and whatnot, she's one of the few that I actually hold because she loves her daddy. But yeah, the Amazon fire shit is really bad. Like, hopefully, hopefully people will start waking up to it, but I'm not going to hold my breath. I mean, it seems like capitalism doesn't give a shit about that. What is Miss Diva? She just purred. She got a little claws into me a little bit, though. What happened to your collar, Miss Diva? You're all naked. You want to say hi to the people? You want to say hi to the people, Miss Diva? Say, hi, peoples. My name is Miss Diva, and I was feral for a long time. I was under the house. She looks real happy, doesn't she? She's like, I'm going to claw your eyes out, motherfucker. You don't even goddamn know. Oh, Miss Diva. Mwah, so sweet. Okay. She's just purring away. She loves her daddy. And H.S. Ross says, according to Google Translation, God, Kavid, Mind, Vitter means, good evening, my friends. Oh, shit, I was way off. Nothing to do with God rooting around in my butthole? Okay, well, my bad. But your guess is much more entertaining, yep. I just assumed my rich uncle from Norway was saying something like that. But I guess good evening, friends, makes a lot more sense. Uh, Alright, that's it. Miss Diva, yep, it's with an I. Miss Diva, D-I-V-A. But yep, Miss Diva's the one that took us a long time to capture. So uh, she's our prized possession. And thank you for all that. More Super Chats, please, as we're going to do a little extension of the show. This is, speaking of the Amazon rainforest, this is, uh, Notch. You guys know who Notch is? Notch is the fucking billionaire dickhead who invented Minecraft. Like, I would say, if you're playing Minecraft, stop playing Minecraft, because fuck Notch, but Notch doesn't even own it anymore. I think Microsoft bought it from him for like a billion dollars. I've actually talked to Notch before on, on Twitter before. He scares me because billionaires scare me because they can kill you really easy. But anyway, the Amazon rainforest supplies Earth with 20% of oxygen, and it's thought to be home to 30% of all species. And yet this beautiful place is being destroyed by a fire that has lasted 20 plus days. The smoke alone can be seen from space. And Notch says, almost as if fire is natural and healthy for the ecosystem, huh? Oh my God. Fuck you, Notch. Like seriously, if you were fans of Notch, fuck you. If you're friendly to Notch, fuck you. If, like, you go on and pat Notch on the back for the shit he says, fuck you. If you're encouraging this goddamn dickhead in any way, fuck you. Fuck Notch and fuck all of Notch's fans. And I'm with a monkey on this one. I can't believe I live on the same earth as this fucking twat. What a goddamn piece of shit. But this way billionaires are, folks. They don't even fucking give a shit if the planet is destroyed. Because who gives a fuck, right? They're billionaires and he'll be dead in, I don't know, 10 years. Who gives a shit if the rest of the earth is fucking destroyed? He was rich and had fun while he was on this earth. So fuck everybody, right? God damn it, it's so frustrating to live on the same planet as these dickheads. And, uh... Colette is at it again. You know, Colette is. Colette is the, uh, publication for the intellectual dark web. It's this alt-right, alt-light, adjacent, chud online publication that posts, uh, right-wing propaganda to boost up their uh, 
butt buddies in the intellectual dark web. Anyway, uh, they've been caught repeatedly posting fake fucking articles and misrepresenting things and not even posting fake articles, but uh, like uh, posting fake articles and then adding to the fake articles themselves. Adding to the fake news themselves. So anyway, they're at it again. And uh, Sean points out, this is an outstanding. Collette misrepresented findings of a research paper to suggest that it proves that intersectionality is increasing white nationalism. Oh my God. That's so stupid to begin with anyway. But it's so frustrating. Anyway, here's the author of that research paper publicly calling out Colette for misrepresenting their research. And he does. Me and my co-authors, white people feeling that their ethnic group is deprived relative to other groups, even though it is objectively not, predicts nationalistic sentiments. Culette, this study shows that liberals are causing white nationalism. That's right, they're calling them out for misrepresenting their work. This is what these people do. They're fucking dishonest as shit. They're propagandists. And, you know, this is the publication of the IDW. The IDW, whose member includes Joe Rogan. Hey, Joe, this is your publication, right? This is what you're associated with. Would you like to call this shit out, please? Would you like to quit standing for these people? Putting your fucking platform behind these dishonest right-wing motherfuckers and call this shit out because you are connected with it, dickhead. You did the photo shoots with them. You've gone out to dinner with them. You've been seen in the same spaces with them. You know that you're a member of the IDW, you are a willing member of the IDW, and you know this is the publication for the IDW. Where you at, Joe? Where you at? That's why people say, Booty Head Bernie on. Booty Head Bernie on. He's obviously a lefty, Dustin. Nope. Look, if you kick a puppy and then you pet a puppy, just because you pet a puppy, that doesn't make up for the puppy you kicked. You still got to answer for the kicked puppy. And just because he had fucking... Bernie Sanders on does not make up for the fact that he had people like Sargon on and Temple on and uh, Jordan Peterson on and let them spread lies and misinformation on a show unchecked and never corrected the record. Okay, no fucking amount of Bernie Sanders on the show is ever going to correct that. Right. It's up to him to correct that. It's not going to correct the fact that he associates himself with these right wing shitheads who lie to people for a living. Doesn't make up for that either. So, yes, he needs to be called out for that shit, regardless of how many times he has Bernie Sanders or other lefties on the fucking show. Clearly, right? No shit, people. And I guess next up, we're going to talk about uh, Sean Ono Lennon. And uh, I have kind of an interesting story about Sean Ono Lennon, right? So anyway, me and Sean Ono Lennon, I guess, became friends a couple years back. Uh, internet friends. He messaged me and he told me that he's a big fan of mine. Loves my shit. This was kind of back when I was doing more religious stuff. This was back before I kind of moved to more of my social justice ways and uh, quit being such a fucking uh, shit lord chud. But he messaged me and he was like, yeah, man, I love your stuff. It's awesome. Um, I'm a huge fan of yours. And he invited me to come out to New York and stay with him. He said he would pay for everything. He would pay to have me fly, fl- flown out there and stay with him. And he would take me out to New York and show me a good time. And everything completely inclusive. He'd pay for fucking everything if I come hang out with him. And uh, I thought, yeah, that's cool, you know. Um, growing up, my mama, she was the biggest Beatles fan in the fucking world, right? That's all I heard every day of my fucking life. Beatles this, Beatles that. She fucking loved John Lennon, man. That was like her favorite person on the fucking planet, John Lennon. And so I grew up hearing about this shit. And like, to be honest, I never really gave a shit about the Beatles. That was before my time. Like when I was a kid, I liked the monkeys. 
All right. Now, the monkeys were before my time, too. But back like in the mid-80s, they started showing the monkeys reruns again on Nickelodeon. Um, and I was about like 10 or something. And that was the fucking shit, man. Oh, God, I love me some monkeys. I used to have a monkey's tape. Used to listen to a monkey's tape on my walk, man, before I went to sleep every fucking night. Know every goddamn song by heart. And to me, they were like more catchy than the Beatles. I know that seems crazy to everybody, but that was just my opinion. The monkeys were the first boy band. You know, the monkeys were like a manufactured band. The like Hollywood and music producers saw how well the Beatles were doing. And they're like, hey, we could just manufacture our own boy band. Pick four strangers and put them together and write other songs for them and shit. And, and this will be huge. And it was huge. And their songs were catchy and I loved it. But anyway, my mom fucking loved the Beatles. And uh, so when Sean Ono Lennon messaged me and said he was a big fan and wanted to fly me out to New York and shit, I was like, holy shit. Hey, that's the uh, son of the guy my mom loves, you know? And I was like, hey, this is like crazy. Like, I'm, I'm nobody. I'm just like a little... Uh, I don't call myself a redneck. I'm not really a redneck, but I'll just use that word. I'm like a redneck from Mississippi. I ain't done much with my life. I ain't never been many places. And yet I have the son of John Lennon messaging me, telling me he's a fan. You know, that's pretty fucking cool. My mom would be really excited about this. And I was all happy to my mom about how the son of the guy she just loves to death is a fan of mine and whatnot. But I never wanted to go to New York, folks, because that just ain't for me. Like, I I got traveled out of my system. Like, I guess it'd be fun maybe going out there and Stand in a fancy, I guess he probably lives in a high rise or something, probably some fancy building. It'd probably be fun going around and eating at fancy restaurants and whatnot, but I don't know. Taking a plane ride out there and like fancy food doesn't impress me. Like a impossible whopper is just as good for me as anything else. And I don't like taxi cab rides. And the whole time I'm gone, I would just be homesick anyway. So I just didn't do it. I wasn't interested. It wasn't anything against him. It's like, it's not the first time somebody like rich and famous has invited me to go to their house and hang out with them. Uh, it, it's happened several times already. And I just always don't go because I don't really give a shit about that. But anyway, uh, me and him had some nice conversations on uh, on the Twitter. And, you know, it was all friendly and shit until one day he messaged me. Uh, it was after I put up my video about how we shouldn't defend Trump for uh, grabbing pussies. Let me see if I can look this video up. Uh, what the fuck? Why is it? Uh, God damn it. I thought it would come up first. So I could show you. Mm. Anyway, I, I put out a video basically saying stop defending Trump. Surely I can find this shit. Where the fuck is it? Why can't I find this fucking video? I should be able to fucking Google it. Anyway, um, it was basically after Trump came out and uh, on video was caught saying that he grabs him by the pussy. I don't even wait. I just grab him by the pussy. And when you're famous, they let you. It was after he already was telling a story about a woman who uh, he was trying to make moves on and she was married and she basically shut him down. And then he starts talking about how there's this girl who he hasn't even met yet. He's about to meet her. and He's saying that he might just start kissing her without even asking. And he just grabs her by the pussy without even asking, which is sexual assault. And 15 women have come out and said he sexually assaulted them and whatnot. I made a video about it. And uh, the video I made 
did not go over well. Like it was uh, mostly people shitting me about it. It has more dislikes than likes. Let's see if I can find that goddamn video so I can fucking show you. I don't know why this is so fucking difficult to do, motherfucker. I should have been able to goddamn Google it. Uh, and I hate this fucking YouTube studio, this new fucking YouTube studio. Let me search for it. I just want to show you how many dislikes this video got. It's it's sort of amazing, to be honest with you. What is happening? No, that's not what I want. I want to search my own videos, motherfucker. God fucking damn everything about this. This started to fucking piss me off. All right, fuck you, goddamn YouTube. You goddamn useless fucking shit. Eat a goddamn dick, motherfucker. Anyway, skip that. So basically, him and I got in kind of a discussion in private chats about how he didn't think Trump did anything wrong. It's just locker room talk. It wasn't sexual assault talk. And nah, men should be allowed to talk about how they can just grab women by their pussies and stuff. And that's cool and whatnot. It's fine that our president of the United States is talking about sexually assaulting women because he said they let you. Which clearly, if you listen to what he's said in the past, what he meant was they let you get away with it. He said the same thing when he's talking about the Miss USA pad or the Miss Universe or whatever it is. The one he owns. The, the pageant he owns where he bragged about going back behind stage and walking in on the girls naked in their locker rooms. And he said, hey, when you own the place, they let you do it, which doesn't mean they want you to do it. It means they let you get away with it, which is exactly what he meant. But when he said, hey, you can grab by the pussy without even asking, they let you do it. They let you get away with it. But anyway, he was telling me that I was wrong about that, which didn't like engender me to him. It didn't make me like him all that much. But anyway. It was just a disagreement, so I was willing to let it go and whatnot. And uh, then, later on, I started shitting on Jordan Peterson and uh, some of his buddies in the Intellectual Dark Web, uh, the uh, the Weinstein brothers. Uh, what is it? Uh, what is their fucking names? Brett Weinstein? Is that one of them? Brett and Eric? What are the fucking name is? Anyway, apparently they're his best friends. These two Weinstein brothers that are members of the Intellectual Dark Web. Uh and they're kind of, I guess, they say they're left-wing, but they're the same kind of chuds that, even though they say they're left-wing, most of the things they do and say in the public help conservatives take and maintain power. And they're also big stands of the intellectual dark web. So they do nothing but take up for right-wing chuds like Jordan Peterson and um, even Tucker Carlson. They're on record taking up for. Um, so he messaged me when I was shitting on uh, Jordan Peterson and some of the other intellectual dark webs. And he basically asked me not to shit on Jordan Peterson and other members of the dead intellectual dark web, like the Weinstein brothers. He told me the Weinstein brothers were his best friends and they were really cool. And he like requested me not shit on them, uh, which only made me shit on them harder, to be quite honest with you. Because when you tell me to do something, I'm like a child. I just want to do it more. But um, so anyway, he came out with this super hot take recently. Um and I thought I would talk about it because this is really like privilege in a tweet. It got 9,000 fucking likes, but this is just your privilege, so and Sean. Like, this is real cringe, dude. Real cringe. He said, it's becoming clear to me that the degree to which one is offended is inversely proportional to one's IQ. God damn it, dude. Seriously. First off, I can't even describe to you how big of a dickhead you would have to be to even care about your IQ to begin with. To even go take a fucking IQ test. To think that fucking means anything is so goddamn cringe. And it goes on to say, I've never met anyone with an IQ over 140 who was easily offended. In fact, I find the smarter someone is, 
it becomes almost impossible to offend them. So, so, so many things I want to cover about this. Holy shit, dude. First of all, I live in Mississippi and I go hang out with my redneck relatives all the time. And a lot of times they use the N-word to describe black people. And it's pretty clear the only reason I'm offended by that and they're not is because they're so much smarter than I am. Isn't that right, Sean? You know, it's really easy not to be offended by something when you're a rich, white, uh, famous man in a country that was literally created to cater to you. And yes, I know Sean Otto Lennon is half Asian or whatever he's mixed, but I mean, he looks white as shit. And so being white is not about your actual ethnicity. Being white is how other people perceive you and how they treat you. Okay. That's what white privilege is. It's not like something, it's not like somebody has done a genetic test on you and, uh, knows that you're white because of genetics. No, they look at you and they determine whether you're white by how you look and then they treat you white by how they perceive you. And Sean Ono is a white man. He is a rich white man who has been treated like a rich white man his entire fucking life. So yes, when you're a rich, famous white man who our country is literally created to cater to, it's really fucking easy not to get offended, dude. Okay? But when you're not a rich white man, when you're a minority or a trans person or a gay person or somebody whose society is shit on and oppressed, it's a lot easier to be fucking offended. How can you not fucking see this? This is so stupid. Let's just take a simple example. Like they've done studies that show that women who have uh, black sounding names have to send out 50% more job applications to get the same number of callbacks. If you were a black woman, wouldn't that offend you? Wouldn't the fact that society makes you try 50% harder? just to reach the same level as your typical white woman, wouldn't that offend you? Wouldn't you find that offensive? And would it take a low IQ for that to offend you? Or is that reasonable to be offended by that? Is it reasonable to be offended by the fact that the number one thing that predicts your future success is how much money your parents have, and yet black people, on average, are born with 10 times less wealth than white people are. So they're right out of the gate. 10 times less likely to succeed in life because of the main indicator. Is it okay to be offended by that? Or are you only offended by that because you're stupid? Which is it, rich white man? It's just sad, man. Like, I know that you hang around with these IDW chuds all day and you think they're really smart. You think these guys are fucking geniuses. But here's the thing. They're not. These guys are not that fucking smart, okay? Now, yes, they're popular. And they're popular because they continuously spout right-wing talking points. They continuously shit on the left and build up the right. And now all that shit is real fucking popular on the internet right now. I agree with you. But popularity does not equal intelligence. These guys are not fucking smart, dude. And yes, hanging out with them. Yes, standing for these guys. Yes, uh, putting out their talking points will make you popular. It will. It'll make you popular with them. But in my opinion, Sean, you're going to attract people that you don't want to attract. You're going to attract the lowest common denominator doing this. You're going to attract shitheads. And maybe in the end, popularity is not all it's going to be cracked up to be. Maybe you should rethink this whole thing because you're coming off like a giant fucking shithead here. Like a giant privileged fucking shithead here who's never had to really work a day in your life. Who's never had to worry about it because you've been rich your entire fucking life. You've never even had to think about it. It's never even been a thought. Having to deal with a lack of privilege has never even been a thought in your head. So it's obvious to everybody. That's why your opinion is as it is. And it's cringe, dude. It's cringe as fuck. And I, like, you're a really nice guy. I like you. I'm just asking, maybe you rethink this shit. 
because it's bad. It's a bad take, dude. I don't care if 100,000 people like it. I don't care if everybody kisses your ass for saying this. It's a dumb take. It's a privileged take. It makes you look shitty. It makes you look arrogant. Stop. Immediately. But do what you want. I'm not your dad. <laughs> if I was your dad, I'd be, well, I guess I'd be dead, but I'd be rich. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Your dad's cool. But I am not your dad. Do what you want was my point. Um, anyway. What do we think about Sean Ono Lennon and all of that bullshit? Judge, yes, it's offensive. Logic, Dusty's on fire now. Babies on fire. I am telling them. I tell them all. Uh, is NASCAR all right, though? NASCAR's boring to me, but if you dig it, you know, you ain't hurt nobody, so do it. Uh, Kermit B. Peterson. hi yo, I am Kermit B. Peterson. Terrible. Uh, all right. Do the super chat, so we'll continue on the show. Rolling right along. Dusty, what is your core... Your core brand proposal. I don't even know what that question means. I don't worry about my brand, dude. I don't worry about any of that shit. I uh, I turn on my camera, and then whatever's in my brain falls out of my mouth. That's as far as I think about any of this shit. I'm not trying to build a brand. I'm not trying to build a group. I'm not trying to build a legacy. I'm just fucking talking. But thank you for that. I appreciate that. Here's two bucks from this diva. All right, I'll buy her a new collar. She all naked and shit. I don't know where her flea collar went, but uh, I'll find her another one. All right, that's it for that. More Super Chats, please! Last chance to get in your Super Chats. I'm going to do about another 10 minutes of the show, and I'm going to end it. So if you want to ask me a question or support the show, last call for alcohol! And, uh... Holy shit. A lot, a lot of conversation recently about the Electoral College, and it's so frustrating listening to these people defend the Electoral College in the modern era. And, uh... This Joni Ernst says, actually, AOC eliminating the Electoral College would silence our voices here in Iowa and in many other states across the country. What the fuck are you talking about? No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't silence your voices. How is making every vote count, every vote count equal silencing your voices? That's the opposite of silencing your voices. Now, it does make your voice count equal to everybody else. It makes other people's vote stop counting less than yours. So these people are worried about their voices being silenced. They're worried about being equal to everybody else. They don't think they should be equal to everybody else. They think their vote should count more because of the geography and where they live. And that's insanity. Why the fuck should where you live make your vote count more? Why should your physical geography in the country make your vote more important than everybody else's? It doesn't make any fucking sense, man. That's not democracy. And it's obvious why you guys want to keep this. You want to have more power than everybody else, and so you're fighting for the status quo for that reason. This is just more evidence how out of touch Democrats have become. No, that's how out of touch you have become. And uh, Kyle Kalinske's dead on. If it's out of touch to suggest the person with the most votes should win, what do you call suggesting the person with the fewer votes should win? That's exactly what they want. They think that it's out of touch, literally, to believe in democracy to believe most votes should win. They believe that their vote should count more and they should choose the fucking president because of it. And if they can't choose the president because their vote counts more, they will play snowflake and victim and claim that you're silencing them by treating them equally. It's exactly what they always fucking do. And it's amazing this is still even a goddamn conversation. And we're talking about Dan Crenshaw. Fuck Dan Crenshaw, okay? 
Now, I don't like the fucking stupid jokes. I think it helps him. But he's out there saying, uh, abolishing the Electoral College means that politicians will only campaign in and listen to urban areas. That is not a representative democracy. We live in a republic, which means 51% of the population doesn't get to boss around the other 49%. But isn't that what's already happening? Instead, we're having 49% of the population boss around the 51% of the population. How is that better? It's not better. It's incredibly fucking stupid, right? And uh, Sean points it out beautifully. Daniel Crenshaw, with one, I should be, is one, I guess that means he's the last person on earth who should be lecturing anyone on electoral fairness because this is his district. This is how they drew his district. This is gerrymandering. This is what they do, the Republicans, because they lose the popular vote in the Congress. They lose it in the presidency. They have the, they have less votes because their policies are less popular. Yet they still have the majority in Congress or whatever. Is it the, is it, uh, can't remember if they have the most in the House or the Senate. They still have one of the two. They had both of them recently. They just lost one. But the reason they still have the presidency and the other House is because of this. It's because they cheat. They draw these fucking ridiculous, uh, districts in order to rig the game and let them have more seats in Congress, even though they get way less votes. They don't give a shit about democracy. They don't give a shit about the fact that people's votes count equally. All they care about is that we have minority rule in this country and that they are the ones chosen by the minority to rule us. Democracy isn't even a thought in this motherfucker's head. And these are the kind of things that are completely legitimate to attack them over. Not his fucking eye hole or how he lost it or any of that shit. This kind of shit is where you nail him, in my opinion. Don't fucking give him that ammo to use against you and where we have to waste our time explaining away stupid jokes when we should be hammering them with this shit. The fact that they are incredibly anti-democratic democratic fascist. Seems so simple to me, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. And uh, This is another great example of how there's different rules for themselves and everybody else. This motherfucker, this is Kurt Schilling. Look at this fucking asshole. Hmm, did Nazi Germany use the same tactics that you promoted? Basically, he's promoting hanging fucking journalists that he disagrees with. Yep, if difference, I guess it means it's different. The guy can't even, like, type a sentence correctly. Nazis killed independent media. R hung itself. I guess he means R's hung itself. God damn it, this guy's such an idiot. But he's wearing a joke. Rope tree, journalists, same, some assembly requires. He's basically saying, let's hang journalists. But he's saying, hey, it was bad when Nazis did that, but it's okay when we do it because I disagree with the journalists. No, it's not different, dude. You're a fucking fascist and you're a fascist enabler and uh, also a hypocrite. A hypocrite that's very fun and very easy to call out because it's very fucking obvious. Dumb as fucking shit. I think that guy was a baseball player, maybe. Am I right about that? And um, man, I think this is such a fucking awesome take. Like, I almost want this written on my tombstone. This is from uh, Sean Jen, who makes amazing videos on YouTube. If you haven't seen them, check them out. Funny how the people who claim that annoying social justice PC stuff on the left is what pushed them to the far right are somehow able to resist the mass shootings on the far right pushing them to the left. So fucking true, dude. How does fucking social justice warriors push you to the right, but literal mass shootings from white supremacists don't make you say, hmm... Maybe I should be on the left. But no. This fucking social justice warrior has blue hair and likes feminism. I'm going to fucking vote for Trump. But mass shootings, no. 
What mass shootings? Huh? People are getting their throats slit on buses by white supremacists? Huh? Who cares about that? It, right-wing incels are running over people in vans and murdering them? Huh? That doesn't push me to the left at all. I just ignore that. But oh my god! Antifa! Oh god! Pushing me to the right! You fucking liberals! You're the reason that Trump won! It's just so obvious. And it's like Sean said, almost like they were always right-wingers, but too cowardly to claim agency over their own opinions. I don't think anything. I'm just made to think things by other people. I am a large baby, etc. Exactly fucking right. They're always that way. They're always shitheads, and they're just trying to use the left as an excuse to excuse and justify their own shitty actions and thoughts. But we see right through that, motherfuckers. If mass shootings aren't pushing you to the left, fuck you. You're a giant fucking piece of shit. Everybody who's ever said this, Without also saying, but let me clarify, the mass shootings also push me more to the left, so I'm not on the right. If you didn't say that, fuck you. Fuck you. Right? You're worthless. Garbage. Lower than garbage. And uh, apparently, somebody spread this five-month-old post I made. And uh, it's a pretty good post, I thought. Let me show you. I made this meme. Criticism of racism, guy shooting a gun, it's just jokes, bro. Popular YouTubers are useful idiots and actual racists. This is what happens, folks. People hide behind racist jokes in order to try to cover for their racism, but it's obvious. Like, a lot of these people are actually racist, and it's just jokes, bro. It's not like, it doesn't fool anybody. It really doesn't. But apparently, it got reposted somewhere, and uh, so all these people started coming to my page and shitting on me, and I shit you not. Every single one of them had an anime avatar. What the fuck? All of them. Anime avatar, anime avatar, anime avatar, anime avatar. Shitting on me, shitting on me. Anime avatars, anime avatars, anime avatars, anime avatars. So like, what the fuck? Like, only thing I can think of is somebody must have posted this on 4chan. I must have got raided by 4chan, but it's just children, man. These fucking children just love sitting around telling racist jokes and they get offended. But if anybody calls them out for it, and they're all just little kids with their anime avatars, and it's really weird, the exact same people who run around calling everybody else NPCs, yet they're all exactly the fucking same, man. It's like this cult-like mentality. Really fucking weird. And, uh, oh man, this is fucking gold. Gold. Holy shit. (laughs) So anyway, first Trump uh, is mad at uh, Scarmucci, the mooch. Because the mooch has been shitting on him. And so Trump, even though Trump is the one who uh, hired mooch to begin with, you know, I only hire the best, the best of the best. I'm the brightest guy in the world and I hired the smartest people. You hired him, motherfucker. You're the only reason any of us know he even exists. So apparently uh, the mooch is uh, shitting on Trump a little bit. So Trump now is like, the mooch is the worst person that ever existed. Nobody even heard of him until me. Yeah, we only heard of him because you hired him, motherfucker. You hired the worst. We know this. But anyway, so Trump shooting on the mooch, and this guy who, a uh, real defender, I guess he's the real Donald Trump defender, he's like, Scaramucci is a waste of space, who is still embarrassed about his quick firing at the White House. Funny to see the fake news media worship him now that he's anti-Trump. Yes, funny to see the media worship him. Well, this is awkward. Here's you from when he was working for Trump, 
The failing New York Times fears Anthony Scarmucci, hence the reason the attacks and stupid articles like the Mooch and the Mogul are coming out. Anthony Scarmucci is a street fighter, just like our president. This is the guy we needed all along. Today is a good day for us. Definitely liking Scarmucci's style here. Very organized, blunt, and to the point. He knows how to handle the media. He is a fighter. The last time CNN messed with Anthony Scarmucci, or Mooch, as he is called, they had to fire three reporters. This is exactly the guy we need uh-huh look at these fucking hypocrites god damn it when he's your guy he's the greatest motherfucker who ever lived but the moment he goes against your lord and savior trump he's the biggest piece of shit oh my god i can't believe people actually worshipped him uh yeah you worshipped him motherfucker didn't you embarrassing but yeah he got fucking owned for this crucified dipshit 3.1 likes Exactly as should happen. Hope you're embarrassed, but I know you're fucking not. And we're going to finish it up with this one. This is going to be the last story of the night. Fucking Chuck Woolery, former game show host and walking corpse Chuck Woolery, says racism has nothing to do with race. Really? Racism has nothing to do with race? Then what does it have to do with Chuck Woolery? Racism is the progressive left crying out for attention. Oh my fucking god, a dude just walked in to a fucking Walmart and murdered, what, 20 Mexican people? Because he thought brown people were invading his country, white supremacy crimes have tripled, they're murdering motherfuckers all over the place, they're specifically telling you they're doing it because they're racist. Yep, nope, racism is because of the left, folks, the left is causing racism. If you disagree with the progressive left, they consider you racist. Is that true, folks? Or is this just a uh, straw man they've invented? It's absolutely ridiculous. We call racist people who are racist. We call racist people who do racist thing. But do I walk around calling everybody fucking racist that I simply disagree with? No. This is absolutely a fucking uh, straw man you guys have built. And the, the entire purpose of this straw man is to cover for actual racism and white supremacists and to explain it away. Like, And in a way, maybe that is sort of racism, isn't it? Like, Saying racism has nothing to do with race is racism because you're covering for racists. So maybe I am one of the progressive left who calls everybody that disagrees with me racist, especially when they are racist dickheads like you, Chuck Rollery. Anyway, they consider you racist. They are desperate to hold on to the black vote. Oh, God. Look, I don't think uh, Democrats have a very hard time holding on to the black vote because most black people are intelligent enough to know the party who is against them. Most black people are intelligent enough to look at the KKK members they're intelligent enough to look at all these racists, all these Jews will not replace us, Patriot, Prayer, Proud Boys, and they're smart enough to see that almost every single one of them is a Trump supporter. Almost every single one of them are conservatives, okay? You can say all you want to, well, the Democrats used to be racist. The Democrats used to be the KKK. Lincoln was a Republican. Yeah, it used to be like that, but right now it ain't like that at all. As someone who lives in Mississippi, who lives around these racist motherfuckers all the time, and who talks to them all the time, I can 100% goddamn guarantee you, they're Republicans. They're Trump supporters. They're not some fucking progressive left who are calling people racist just because they don't disagree with them. They are racist. They're people that say the N-word every chance they get when they're alone. They're people that dislike black people. They, they They are people who don't want us to have socialized medicine in this country because they don't want brown people to get free shit. They're the same people that don't want free education in this country because they don't want brown people and foreigners to get free shit. They'd rather their own kids suffer and die than for brown people to get free shit. 
I live amongst them. I fucking know Chuck Woolery, ass hat in the highest order. Fuck you, Chuck. Another guy who, when he dies, I will celebrate because you're a fucking piece of donkey dong. And, uh, finish up with the super chats here. Let's see, uh, nope, no more super chats. All right, I guess that's all I get for tonight. Works for me. I sure appreciate everybody who supported me. And, uh, gonna finish it up here. Reading a few of the chats in the night. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. And, uh, as I said, I go back. I'll go back about midnight after the show has been uploaded and I'll read all of the chats you guys left here. So I see everything you guys say. So if you guys uh, want me to see something, just type it here and I will see it later. Um, I listen to you guys. I listen to the criticism and the feedback and, uh, and I really appreciate it. Racism had to do with the race. Ha ha. Yeah, I know. Right. <sighs> so sad. This is still where we're at. This is still where the Republican party is at. I know. Right. I am the devil. Let me finish it up with a new filter. Uh, how about Evil Smile to do this one? Yeah, yeah, Evil Smile. Yeah. David Coke is dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm evil. Why ain't you doing the face anymore? Do it. What happened to it? It ain't doing it no more. What? Alright, I'll go back to the dark. I'll go back to this. I don't like that. Mm. Uh. Okay, I'll finish with this one. Anyway, read the chats. All right, uh, thank you, Dustin. You made my night. I appreciate it. Hope you guys have a good weekend. It was fun hanging out with you guys and chatting for a couple hours. Dustin, you should totally do a video on the last son of the West. It's hilarious. All right, never heard of it. I will check that out for sure. Fuck your old couch, Chuck Woolery. I know, right? Uh, thanks for the show, folks. No problem. Alright. Free Hassan. Nah, fuck Hassan. Disgusting. Ugly. Virgin Hassan. Don't want nothing to do with that dude. Awesome show. Fucking out. Alright, cool. Go Super Saiyan. Alright. One last time for the night. I will go Super Saiyan. Get ready for it. Super Saiyan. Now, where the fuck is it? Where the fuck is my Super Saiyan? God damn it, Dustin. Did I pass it? I must have passed it. Where is it? Where are you, Super Saiyan? There we go. Boom! My pretty blue eyes. Look at that. That's badass. Spike my hair up. They grow my hair out more for this shit. Super Saiyan! Is that what he says? I have no idea. Never seen the fucking Super Saiyan show, so. But, cool, cool, cool. Alright, love all you dudes. I will see you. I'll be back Sunday. Not Sunday. Monday. Monday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. I only got one day. But, like, I still have all this shit to cover for my next show. So, I only got, like, half the stuff. So, still plenty to cover my next show. Hope to see you guys there on Monday. As always, if you like the show, please consider becoming a Patreon. There is a link in the description of the video. Um... Also a link to the merchandise. I have cool t-shirts you can buy. And also a link to my uh, Twitch. Go join me on Twitch, please. Help me out on Twitch. All the ways you can help me. Really appreciate you guys. I love you so much. And we will see you guys. Oh, we got a new one. Oh, I already read that one. All right. Nope, read everything. Okay. Love you guys. We'll see you Monday. You guys have a good weekend and take care. As always, till next time. Logic. Fuck yes. Super Saiyan.